Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of Design Dorks. I am the Duke of Dorks and this is my co-host... Pierre Kong from the channel Designing 4. And today we are continuing our Smash Brothers tier list. We are actually recording this after the first one has been uploaded to the channel. And first off, I want to say I am so sorry for how Darkman's theme got uploaded in that first version. It was not intentional. Thank you to all the survivors of the Darkman Massacre. We appreciate it. Um, if you are still out there, uh, you probably can't hear this, but, uh, you know, thoughts are with you. Uh, I, I'm... I'm... I'm 80% sorry. It's one of those situations where, like, you feel genuinely bad, but you also try not to laugh because the timing was so perfect, but just... Oh, Dark Man's in our hearts forever now. <laughs> Absolutely. Somewhere along the way, uh, a minus sign became a plus sign in how the audio levels were handled, and just... Well, it, it's fixed now. You can go back to that video and not have your eardrums blown out. Uh, but today, we are not talking about that. Today, we are moving on to the next game in our Smash Brothers tier list. Now, for those of you that are just joining us, this is a uh, video series where we are taking Smash Brothers designs and ranking them not based off of competitive viability or how much we like to play as them. We are ranking them based off of how well we feel like these characters were translated into Smash Brothers, into a platform fighter. Looking at their designs and seeing like, oh, how is their, how is their si sound design carried over? What, what references do they bring over? And are they made into good fighting game moves? Things like that. Yeah, and obviously some characters will have strengths that others don't, and we'll rag on some characters for having aspects that we go on and praise other characters for having. It's, you know, is it all very subjective? Yeah. But on the other hand, it's all very much trying to look at the personality and core and what is important to that specific character and their existence and how we feel that is either represented really well or represented particularly poorly. Exactly, exactly. And today, we are actually going back to the original. Smash Brothers 64, where it all began when Sakurai decided that this game, this uh, Double Dragonfire, whatever it was called, let's just throw some Nintendo skins onto this, and such was born one of the juggernaut franchises of, of Nintendo. Did, did you call it Double Dragon Fighter? I, I, real, I said it, and then I realized, like, wait, no, that's something else entirely. For your Bimmy and Jimmy <laughs> fighting game, Skullmageddon comes in. Aha! You fought my hand, but now you'll face me, Bummy and Jammy! I played that, actually. I'd... <laughs> uh. But yeah, I don't know about you, but, um... Uh... We actually, like, ragged in the first episode of this that, um, oh, the Smash 64 designs are very dated, but actually looking over where I've placed them on my own tier list, this is a, this is a top-heavy roster for me. I totally agree. I mean, there are some aspects that are dated for me, but, uh, I have a lot high and a lot mixed, and not very many low. Um, insofar as, like, obviously we feel like there could be more reference-wise for these, but insofar as, like, the feel of the character, Smash has done a really good job in evolving and iterating on a lot of these. Um, honestly, a lot better than some of the Brawl and Melee characters, so to speak. I, I totally agree, I totally agree. Uh, and of course, if we're talking about Smash 64, obviously the first character that we're going to talk about is Mario. And Mario is, in my eyes, a very fascinating character to talk about because I feel out of everybody on the roster, he is the character that people have the most ideas about how he should be and what he actually is. Because you got people thinking that, oh, he's just supposed to, like, 
he should be a character that represents himself, obviously. Then there's others that see him more as the, uh, the, the Ryu of Smash Brothers. You can kind of see that in how he's, especially in his Smash 64 design, how uh, the Mario oh, Tornado yeah. is kind of like his um, uh, Ryu's Tatsumaki, whatever it is. Yeah, Mario is 100% a Shoto character, as a Shoto is defined by, okay, their special moves are a movement-based tornado-type attack, which is the Tatsumaki Senpukyan, or the uh, Mario Tornado, the uh, Fireball, which is Fireball, and the Mario Jump Punch, which is his answer for the Dragon Punch. He is very much a Ryu. Which leads to a lot of fascinating discussions around him, because I feel like you could ask people about Mario's design and get drastically different answers because of how they view him and how they think he should be because like even on top of that there's others who view him as like the the how to play smash character like that's the one that's always shown in like the how to play smash videos Mm -hmm. and as such i have no idea how i actually feel about him other than the fact that i think he does all of those roles decently well but in each iteration he could be a bit better at all of them if that makes any sense. Hmm. That's curious. Um, hmm. Like, for example, just because it's the one I feel is the most egregious, people always see him as, like, the, uh, the how-to-play Smash character because he's very, very, um, simplistic. A lot of his moves are really intuitive. Like, his forwarder is a great example of this. It teaches players that, hey, based on how this fighter is attacking, maybe it'll launch fighters downward. And sure enough, if you use that forward angle at the right angle, it'll launch them down. It's a really good... <laughs> Funny aerial... Exactly. But then he also has the weirdest reflector in the entire game, and a water displacement tool that nobody else on the roster has. Yeah. And I feel like that's, um... Well, Squirtle, but... Well, well, Squirtle is just copying Flood, we all know this. Well, yes, but worse, because Flood could be angled. Exactly. And just, he he's a character that I just... Things like that, I feel like he, if he was supposed to be like that how to play character that he should have a stall and fall. He should have a gap closer just to get people involved with what those, what you can expect from most of the characters on the roster. But then if you take it to things like, uh, oh, he should be referencing like the feel of Mario. I feel like he does that decently, actually very well. A lot of his moveset is based around uh, like aerial combos, jumping up and just juggling people. I feel like that's a really good thing for Mario, for Jumpman to have. Yeah. But then is also his recovery is just not that great it's very linear very i want to say vanilla but i don't know what else to call it and then in terms of no, mario, I see that mario references like i've never liked the cape in its current form i feel like that oh you're a mario 3 fan oh i've actually never ever played mario i just cape is a move that excuse I just me i ha- i have not you can't my- just say things like i've never played <laughs> mario my first console was the was the GameCube, and I never really went back to him. But Cape is such an unintuitive move, in my opinion. Like, when I first played Melee, I had no idea that reflected projectiles, and I didn't learn that till years later, because that's not what you expect when looking at that move. You hit someone never it. played the how-to-play section, where it shows Mario I using didn't. his cape. I don't, and I feel like I was, I was not alone in this, and I hope I'm not alone in the comments either, but that's... If somebody's flinging a blank a blanket sheet at you, you don't expect like, oh, obviously that can redirect missiles. Of course, it's a cape though. It's magic. <laughs> he got he got by mugging a tiny Koopa Troop who had a cape, and then he's like, hey, let me take your clothes, and then it turned <laughs> into a feather. But what I'm trying to get at here is that, like, all these complaints are very, very 
small aspects of Mario's design. And I think the overall core is extremely solid. But no matter what kind of angle I look at the character from, I always have just problems. Mm. I don't know how to rectify those. How, how, how do you feel about Mario? I'm, I think we've talked about this before that you quite like the character, but I'd like to hear more thoughts of yours. So, first off, let's just get this right out of the way. He has the worst final smash in the game. Absolutely. Like, yes. the feel of it, the uh, visual of it, it's just horrible. It is... I know some people try liking it as a reference to Mario RPG's Ultra Fire, or Ultra Flare, I think. It, I, I don't recall. A big fire move that he do. And, like, I'll, I'll be a slut for Mario RPG references. I absolutely will. But it is just the most limp, pitiful thing. And it's freaking Mario! The fact that he doesn't have a power star, or a flagpole, or an end of a level, or the Bowser toss. There is so much Mario can do, and so much that is more emblematic of Mario than Big Fire. That just, ugh, it upsets me. Like, in not even a way that other Final Smashes that I think are pathetic do. It, it's a complete waste of potential. Just like, Mar Mario has more history than any other character on this roster, by a good margin. And he has the most unimaginative Final Smash in the entire game, in my opinion. Yeah, like, the, the next worst, I would say, is Smash 4 DDD, which is literally nothing. It's just a made-up big DDD bomb that is just a random bomb he found. But at least it's cartoony and fits DDD. And also works. Like, if he yeah. hits someone with that, it'll probably kill them. Mario's yeah. just a mild inconvenience. Mario, you are actively worse because you can't use your B button. <laughs> <laughs> like, even Sonic's, as terrible as it is, is a cool reference to Super Sonic. Yeah, it's cool. He goes fast. You got it, guys. It, it's bad, but you, you get it. <laughs> oh. Oh, so anyway, uh, that sucks. Other than that, I really love Mario. So, Mario, to me, is a matter of how he is represented as a platform fighter. And in that sense, I think that he represents what the change from Smash Brothers, or from a regular fighting game to Smash Brothers, is so, so elegantly. Uh, take his fireball, for instance. The uh, typical Ryu Hadouken is, well, it's Luigi's fireball, frankly. That's the regular fighting game Hadouken. And I don't know about you, but it kind of sucks in Smash. But Mario's, it follows gravity. You can aim it, you can place it with the various changes in the terrain and heights and whatnot. It shows how you utilize the stage as opposed to just the straightforward one-on-one -on -one confrontation. I feel that so few characters utilize platforms as well as Mario. And that makes so much sense for him as a platforming hero. Like, his jump combos aren't just good because, oh yeah, they're good and you juggle and they go forever and he's the jump man. They're good because you extend them on the platforms above you. You utilize the platforms because Mario's a genius about platforms. He knows them. He's got 200 IQ plays and a PhD that he, no one knows where he got it from. Somehow a Tower of Goombas got the same PhD, but let's not talk about that. <laughs> and just, 
I get how people want more from Mario in the sense that uh, they want more references. They want him to represent his power-ups, like people saying that his power-ups are what make him special. And I don't think that's the case. And moreover, I think that maybe adding more to Mario and changing up his power-ups kind of makes him a weird chimera of references that fall in and out of vogue. Like, Flood was really, really important when he was added to Mario's Kid in Brawl, and now it feels weird? And, like, okay, why is this here instead of something else? And I feel like if you, like, added more to Mario and changed it up, then you'd kind of get that same feeling. I think that the most important thing for Mario is his feel, because that's what's most important in a Mario platformer. If it feels right, or if you get weird floaty new soup jumps that I don't care for. And I think that Mario... I don't think that there's a single game that Mario feels bad to play in. And that really speaks to me of how much of Smash is informed by Mario and what Mario can do. I don't think he's the beginner character. I think that he is the golden standard. And I think that he performs that incredibly well. To the point where I feel like that supersedes some of the weird decisions made in his design. And I like Cape. Like, it, it, it's dumb. It's weird. But you turn the person around, and that kind of plays with the psychology of Mario. And I like that, like, his recovery is linear, but you have the cape as a stall option for it. Or you have the fireball as a different approach option for it. And you have the spike. Like, like Mario has tools for a majority of situations, and it's possible to overwhelm him. But usually, he can find a way out of it. Like, usually, the super jump punch will do good, and it is threatening enough that he can blast through it unless the opponent's at a specific angle. So, I don't know. I agree that he's missing some of the polish and flavor and love that a lot of later entries get, but I almost feel that's kind of superfluous to the idea of Mario, frankly. Uh, but uh, as I said, the final smash sucks. So he is an inherently simple character. So it does make sense for him to have like that inherent simplicity in his design. I do agree with that. I also do just want to clarify real quick. Cape is so much fun to use. It just took me literal years to figure out how to use it. Uh, yeah, that's I don't fair. Li- I that's don't fair. like that unintuitiveness. Ah, hmm. ah. I don't know, like, you, you, you're selling me hard on the character, but at the same time, I look at him, and you, he just feels kind of hollow to me. Like, there's, in some ways, yeah, I do agree that the inherent simplicity is to his benefit to him, but is there really any reason that the, the super jump punch couldn't be replaced with, like, some sort of, like, galaxy spin upward and still hold that same uh, role in his kit? I don't know, I, I feel like so many elements of his design aren't changed purely out of tradition. And because of how poorly people reacted to when Flood replaced the Mario Tornado. Well, I, to be frank, I don't think that Mario is ever going to get rid of Fireball, Super Jump, and some version of the Mario Tornado in his kit, as long as Sakurai is director. Because I feel like that connection to Street Fighter 
and specifically how you twist those fundamentals to prove, okay, yeah, this is a Smash Brothers game. It's all about the platforming and positioning more than the pure functions of the moves. Like, I feel like that is such an important design link that, like, I don't know. Mario's weird because he feels good to play, and I agree with you, he's missing references. But I almost feel like changing him up changes up the standard of which all other characters are based and makes it harder to build off of that. Like, I almost feel like Mario fulfills a design function, in a sense. I see, I see. That's weird to come to grips with me. But also, he's really, really fun in, like, any game. Like, I, I can't name a single Smash Brothers game where he's not fun to play. Uh, yeah, no, I, I can't disagree with that. There's just a simple joy of just jumping around and comboing people with him. Uh, he's a, you know what? He's a character that makes me really miss custom moves. Because I feel like he could benefit so much from that. Like, he like could, and then he didn't. The baseline, right? Like, there's so much you could do with Mario, but instead they gave him Here's a fireball. Here's a bigger fireball. Here's oh. an ice ball. Oh. Wow. Here's what a, a jump. guy. Here's his super jump. Here's a super jump that doesn't do damage. I don't even remember the rest of them. That, that's how Yeah, no, I, I don't either. Little they were used. I honestly only remembered big fireball. And that's only because that was, like, the one shown in the, the direct. Yep, it sure was. Ugh. Uh, I don't know. I, I currently have Mario at the very top of B tier because despite my various like nitpicks towards him, they are nitpicks. And I do agree that he he fits. He's a good interpretation of what the, of the feel that characters should have in Smash Brothers. I would be willing to put him in A tier as well. Like you really sold me with just um that fireball bit in particular, how he uses the Shoto moves, but translates them into a platform fighter. I never thought about it that way, but that is brilliant. Uh, where do you have him on yours? I have him in high A, but I'm willing to admit that I am swayed so hard by design choices and the feel of a character more than reference. And I will admit, looking at every other character around Mario, he is lacking in that regard. I'm I'm never going to be a person that says, no, every move should be a reference. His down smash should obviously be him swiping his raccoon tail around people. Oh, yeah, absolutely not. No, 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 no. Like, I'm, I'm fine with a couple, but I, I feel like Mario's physicality needs to be sold as a platforming hero. Like, he's the jump man. He's, he's the guy that makes it all possible, and... His special skill isn't power-ups, it's his natural skill and athleticism in getting through obstacle courses. And I love that that's sort of embodied in a fighting game character shell. But I, I will admit, I'm far more willing to move him down. Uh, I, can, I can deal with him in B. Like, this isn't a person where I could go, ugh. Like, he falls in a big range for me, depending on how I feel of the day. And the day I made this, I was just feeling high on the Mario. <laughs> and you are convincing me that he's better than I thought. Uh, just something I want to bring up real quickly. There was a very long time where I didn't like Mario in Smash Brothers just because of how grumpy he was. Like, the Brawl in Smash 4 eras in particular, just like, it bugged me how he was just never smiling. I feel like that's been mostly dealt with in Smash Ultimate, but there was all... No, I, I remember the Piranha Plant trailer where Mario is pissed. 
was like oh, yeah, the big that thing. I, I, <laughs> that's that's fair. I did forget about that, and I I don't like that. So yeah, I feel like he should inspire more joy. Like he he is he is the video game mascot. He should inspire that fun, and he does inspire that fun in how he plays. Like there's mm-hmm. a very simple joy. Again, there's not a Mar- there's not a Smash game where Mario isn't fun to play in. Even in fan games, he's never he's fun to play. I've never played him in a Smash formula where he's not great. But I also kind of feel like his personality also took a shift when he was translated into platform fighters, and I don't think that was necessary. I think that that's most obvious in Brawl, because Brawl took a lot of, for lack of a better word, color from a lot of the cartoon characters. Absolutely. And it, it never gave it back, like, it increased their saturation, but a lot of them stayed really grumpy, except for, like, Bowser. Which is ironic when you think about it. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I, I'm willing to go bottom of, or low A or high B, because looking at how we listed A tier as a great mix of source and gameplay, I don't think that he embodies a great mix of source. I think his gameplay yeah. is exceptional. Utterly fantastic, but he d- he is lacking in that sense. I-, I think the personality is what tips it into B for me. Like I have again, I have him in B right now. If he was just happier, I I fully admit to A. But with I I kind of want to put him right next to Bowser Junior. because I kind of feel that same lack of personality. <laughs> uh, remind me the formation of B tier right now. Okay, so the B tier right now is uh, Cloud. Bowser Jr., Greninja, King Dedede, Duck Hunt, Wii Fit Trainer. And I definitely feel like Mario... I want to put Mario above Bowser Jr. I agree. It's him versus Cloud that I'm debating. Because it's very much an issue of Cloud is everything is there, but something is missing and Ike took it. And Mario (laughs) is, there's something missing and we know what it is, but he's also better than everyone else. You know, I kind of like him being the top of B tier, because that little bit missing is what I feel separates the tiers. Yeah, you're, I think that's about right. I think that's about right as a discussion. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Top of B tier. That, that is, that feels good to me. Yeah. Okay, so that's settled. Now hurt me. Okay. <laughs> All right, so good old, good old Donkey Kong. We had a we had a whole spiel on how the Donkey Kong characters are treated when we discussed Diddy in the last episode. Oh yeah, and we of course have made that entire episode just surrounding how we want Donkey Kong to be changed. It's it's interesting because like looking at um comparing Donkey Kong to Diddy Kong, I definitely feel like Diddy Kong is the more offensive of the two. Because oh, when I you agree. look at Donkey Kong, he's still like, for lack of a better word, he's a big old himbo in the Donkey Kong games. He's a He's a big dumb jock that just. I've never likes heard to Donkey Kong around. described as a himbo before, <laughs> and it's so perfect. Holy shit! Right? Oh my! Oh my! Oh, I need to say. Oh. And yeah, you do get kind of that kind of in Smash Brothers. Like he's just kind of swiping and grabbing people, throwing them. I like that he's a grappler in Smash Brothers. That feels mm-hmm. like a good place for him to be. But yeah. he falls into that same. Smash Brothers trap where the animalistic characters are treated as the animals they are, and I hate that so much. Oh, because uh, Donkey Kong characters in particular are just like they have such great personalities. They are so funny. Like Cranky Kong is one of my favorite characters in video games, 
just the the way he references, like, back in my day, we didn't have to deal with all these tutorials and things. We just dealt with the difficulty we were given to him. I can't believe Donkey Kong predicted OK Boomer 25 years before it went into <laughs> vogue. What an utterly brilliant... Oh, my God. Oh, Incredible. that's perfect. I never thought about it like that, but that's perfect. But yeah, none of that's in Smash Brothers. At all. Yeah, no, you're you're entirely right. Um, Not until Ultimate, where when you hit Claptrap, he goes, Ow! He does? Yeah. When you oh. hit Claptrap, he makes the sound when you hit him, and he goes, Ow! I did not know that. Yeah, it was my favorite thing. I'm like, did they add the Ow? And then they add the Ow. I was like, oh, 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 my sweet boy. Oh, I get love little, you, Claptrap. Get a little taste of what could have been. So I do understand why for DK in general, because uh, for a long time with the Donkey Kong franchise, it became a matter of Nintendo of Japan specifically uh, did not want to work on Rare's creations after they left out of respect for the original creators. Like, this is what they did with the character. We would not feel right expanding upon it. And, you know, there were obviously surface-level things that were introduced in uh, Smash Melee, and some things are obviously unavoidable with how popular and uh, relevant Diddy Kong was. But that was the mentality that brought us Jungle Beat and a lot of the design ideas of Returns, uh, lacking some of the Kremlin characters and the Animal Buddies, well, all the Kremlin characters. And that was very much where it came from as a matter of respect and whatnot. And I think that's why we get a less cartoony Donkey Kong. Well, that unfortunate timing with Brawl taking that more serious tone. I don't think that Grant Kirkhope voice DK would have been well received as a change there. But uh, I do think that DK is a victim of circumstance because there are a ton of tools in his kit that he has developed to make really, really fun. Cargo Throw is incredibly fun. Really, really fun reference to the original arcade game with just the idea of kidnapping and just how strong he is. Like, DK is sold as strong so well that you don't realize that he isn't actually the best at knockback. He's above average, but he's not amazing at anything he does. But you feel like he's that strong. This is true. This is true. Like, all of his moves have a really good weight to them, even the moves that don't really do anything. Mm -hmm. Like, you still feel those slaps, even though they don't really launch you. He's got a ton of really fun moves. The man's got four spikes, and all of them feel good <laughs> in yes. different ways. Less so the headbutt, but that's also used on stage well. Uh, their slow addition of armor to his moves really sells off how powerful he is and has made Spinning Kong from, yeah, this feels pretty underpowered, to, oh, this feels so good to do to someone who has no idea how to handle it. Um, the fact that they've changed his dash attack from the weakest, limpest little kick to oh, his actual roll. Oh. oh, God. Oh, no. Replaying subspace is just... Oh, my God. But yeah, DK is... He's gotten so much better, and let me not mix words. I've played DK in every single game. I love him. I love the feel of him. I love how you kill with him. I love the feeling of earning all my kills, and DK has really has that. 
but he kind of sucks at representing his character. Right. He doesn't have a single barrel in his moveset apart from his entrance. And that is ridiculous. Like, imagine any other character. Like, if Mario didn't have fireballs, if Link didn't have a bow and arrow, which actually he didn't in Smash 64, which also felt weird. <laughs> I will give, you know, there's obvious credit to be said that, you know, Cranky Kong is the one that threw barrels. Uh, this is, depending on your interpretation, either the grown-up Donkey Kong Jr. or Donkey Kong the Third, son of DK Jr. Depends on which weird continuity that you decide to latch on to. Be it the D I mean, DKC or the DK64 one. This is true, but also, like, I feel like this Donkey Kong is kind of meant to embody the arcade one first and foremost. Just, like, that might just be a side effect of him being more animalistic. But also, with Sakurai's weird insistence on just keeping 75 meters around. Yeah. It, it, feel, it feels like there's, like, it's just a, like, we gotta show off the, the history first. It's Which is something you've seen a lot of Smash Brothers characters, actually. Yeah. It's clear that there's a significant portion of love put toward the arcade Donkey Kong in Smash over DKC often. And, you know, don't get me wrong, Donkey Kong is the game that established Nintendo, of course. Like, you should celebrate that. But I feel like it's gone about in a way that isn't celebratory of the DK series. And the fact that the DK series hasn't really been celebrated since Rare left it until recently. Like, Tropical Freeze is a great, great game. Like, don't get me wrong, absolutely fabulous game, but it's not really reverent of anything other than Donkey Kong Country Returns. And I feel like that's just bled into the general perception of DK until King K. Rule came back. And I feel like DK is just a victim of that sort of interpretation of DK internally in Nintendo. That's a very interesting point. I never thought about it like that, but wow, Tropical Freeze just... Yeah, like, apart from Rambi, that, that's the only thing I can think of. Do you know we haven't seen On Guard the Swordfish Dang. since Donkey Kong Barrel Blast? He's not in... What? Yeah. But you know who? what's in uh, Tropical Freeze? A reference to Billy Mitchell. <laughs> So Billy Mitchell's in Tropical Freeze, a Metroid is in Tropical Freeze, On Guard the Swordfish is not. That's, 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 that's just dumb. So anyway, uh, this is me hijacking it so that, hijacking the podcast so you could hear things that you might have heard on DK Vine. <laughs> <laughs> but as for Donkey Kong's design itself, it feels like the best they could do with what they had, and with how DK has been over the past two decades. And it feels good in that sense, but at the same time, there's so much missing. I'm not the biggest proponent of needing a barrel, but the fact that he's missing the barrel cannon, something that's been so important that it was in the first two stages he ever had, something so emblematic and so obvious, something that's specifically tied to Donkey Kong in DK64, is just... Ah, it, it's so frustrating it's, to me. It's bizarre. I, I, I can't think of a reason that he doesn't have it, apart from just Smash's insistence of not changing characters. Because Spinning Kong is so important to reference. But Grounded Spinning Kong is super fun! That's my problem! It is very fun! 
But imagine, imagine how fun the barrel cannon could be just launching Donkey Kong in any direction. I completely agree with that. Like, like you're not going to sell me on, oh yeah, the barrel cannon would be fun. I'm like, no, 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 no I, I, I know, honey, I, I got it. I, I, I don't it's know if you know that. whole video about this. I, I, don't, I don't know if you know this, but I kind of freaking love Donkey Kong. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Where does he end up landing for you on the tier list? I've got him in D tier because I don't feel like he's as bad as like because like Diddy Kong's in E yeah. tier, and I feel like Donkey Kong does so much better. He than is him. so much I don't more fun. Put him up in mixed. I because I feel like that's just there's too much missing for me to put him up there. D is where he should be. I have him in mixed because I physically can't put him lower. Like. <laughs> I feel like, like, I'll try to drag him down right now, and I just felt my hand completely freeze and spasm. So, like, you can do that. You're correct in doing that. He definitely does need to be improved. And, honestly, the whole DK series needs a look at, in general, to more celebrate the tone of it. Uh, I personally don't think he, it's like, oh, he needs coconut gun. No, he doesn't. No, he no, he doesn't. Like it, it's funny. I like it. I guys, I I freaking love the DK rap. Let's let's not pretend here. Uh, the fact that it was cut down in Smash Four is a travesty, and uh, I'll wear that loss forever. But I like that he is an up and close brawler, and just yeah, give him the barrel cannon. Give him some of the techniques that you guys fostered in Jungle Beat. It doesn't have to be locked to just his. Final Smash, which is a neat reference, but also, have you considered the moon? Right! And I mean, I know people didn't like it, but I loved his bongos so much. That felt like it, like, it kind of got that personality back into the character. Just like, here's this big, scary ape, ape, but for his most powerful attack, he just starts playing the drums. And that's awesome! I loved it! God, it's just... Um, let me ask you, have you ever played uh, Mario plus Rabbids Kingdom Battle? I played it before the DLC. I did not see Donkey Kong's, but I know how he's treated in the DLC, and I wish that was, even if just half of that love was put into his Smash design, I'd I love it. I just want to go over uh, just a couple of things he does, because he's a very melee-focused character, but he has big, big AoE shockwaves. If he sees vines, he can swing on them which carry him forward and continue his movement. So he basically just gets bonus movement for moving well, which is a great reflection of his momentum. He can play the bongos to lure enemies in, which gets him away from your other teammates and closer to the big smacky man. Uh, he can pick up pieces of the terrain that are used as like chest high walls and throw them at people, or he can just throw enemies or your teammates. He just picks them up oh, and tosses them. Oh, I didn't know them. that! Oh, that's amazing! It's like an XCOM-style game. Oh, oh my gosh. I he is utterly brilliant, and all of it is this really, really playful, really, really fun feeling of Donkey Kong. He feels like a boss character that you get to control in that game, and yet he still carries his momentum from Donkey Kong Country. He still carries his personality. He has the freaking DK64 slash Donkey Konga bongos in there. He is so nicely represented in a game where he has half of the tools that he has in Smash. And just, uh, yeah, he's in D tier. And it hurts me to say that. But like, 
there's so much that can be done so well if you celebrate DK. And what we have is a fine character, but God, we could have more. Yeah, just having that direct comparison to King K. Rule and just putting the two next to each other, like, it's pathetic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Where on D tier would that land him, in your opinion? Like, I I know this is hard for you, but just- I can't do it, man. You you want me to say that DK (laughs) is worse than Meta Knight? I can't do that. DK probably has kids in some continuities. I don't know. (laughs) I mean, I- this is I, I'm sorry for just the painful ride that this is going to be, but I feel like Meta Knight services his character better than DK does. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> oh. Uh, when compared to the pits, uh, you're not putting the pits above Donkey Kong. I'm trying to think. Like I, I feel like the the pits are broken in a lot of their move sets. Yeah. Just just like in terms of a fighting game, I I'd be willing to put him between Meta Knight and the pits. Okay. Okay. Because we go any further, I'm going to have to start comparing him to Robin, and that's just going to snap you in half. <laughs> oh, you'd be dead <laughs> in a second. <laughs> You're not winning that debate. I'll go on for three hours. No, I don't not. care. <laughs> uh. Right, but are you going to be okay if he's between Meta Knight and the Fitz? Yes. Yes. Okay. Comment section, okay, please pray for, for me. Lust. <laughs> All right, let's let, let's move on from the, this traumatic experience and talk about Link. And I actually think Link is pretty good. I think that if you gave a character a most improved sticker, that Link would get that wholesale. Like, no question. Uh, yeah. No, yeah, you're right. You're right. Like, he's one of the few characters that's actually been allowed to evolve properly over the course of the Smash games. I don't feel like he's done that perfectly. Spin attack being recovery still feels just weird to me but like giving him his dash attack properly giving him the remote bombs uh the cool thing he can do with his arrows where he can fire one pick it up and fire two that's just neat yep i feel like um his his gameplay of just setting up different um items to like continue a combo like throwing out his boomerang throwing a bomb and being able to like use all of those at the same time it's just so cool link setups are amazing to watch and I feel like that accurately reflects the um, the item-based gameplay of Zelda. I completely agree with you there. I know that, you know, there are some people who are like, oh, the bow and the boomerang fulfill a similar function. And in, in some senses, I agree. I feel like the boomerang is among the weaker parts of his moveset. But just in general, I do love how much more is given to Link in each game. Like, Smash 64, he was a very baseline character and had very underpowered tools. Melee started giving him a little bit more and a little more personality to it. Brawl started differentiating him a little more, giving him the Gale boomerang and changing up his look and updating it from Ocarina into uh, Twilight Princess. Smash 4, he really started coming onto his own as a character and his movements felt better and sharper. And Ultimate took that and made it more akin to the Breath of the Wild design, and interestingly enough, took away tools from him. Just the idea of Link being super defined by his hookshot before, and now that's no longer at all a part of his game, and yet he still feels like Link. And I think that that is just so cool, and just adding little things, like how at first his forward smash was just one hit, and then it became the more powerful double hit, and how he now has the 0% undamaged laser. And again, the remote bombs are an excellent, excellent tool 
that are a slightly worse version of C4, but are still great. Exactly, exactly. I, I can keep going. Like he had his abil- he got the ability to uh to charge his um uppy when he's on the ground to actually harken back to how it works in all the games he has. I I wish every sixty four veteran was treated like Link. I love that his spin attack is a kill move now. Right? And like not a horribly, horribly impractical one. I mean, yes it is weird, but like it should be there and it makes sense for what it is. Yeah, I, I still kinda feel like it should be the forward smash. But yeah, but that that, that- that's just a small, the smallest of nitpicks among his designs. I, I would honestly replace uh, the boomerang with it and then give him a different mobility tool. Oh, probably that's like better. Probably the sailcloth at this point. Yeah, yeah, for sure. For Rivales Galen to the sailcloth. Yeah. Uh, but, but even then, uh, I do feel like it's not perfect still. I don't like how many kicks he has. That, that's always irritated me. Uh, I don't like it that he has zero shield bashes. With how important the Hylian shield is in the Zelda series, I feel like he should use it more, especially with Breath of the Wild giving it its reflective functions. I feel like that could be a really cool thing for Link to have, because he can nullify projectiles already. It's fine if he can reflect Oh, dude, what if he had a shield bash move and it made the sound effect, the da-da, when it reflected? Oh, yes! Oh, that'd be great! Ah, th- there, there are other things, like... I feel like it could have been cool if, like, part of um, the quick time with his archery in Breath of the Wild was somewhat carried over. That could have been awesome. Maybe also overpowered, but awesome. Yeah. But even then, like, these are just small, small problems that still don't really take away from the feel of the character, which I feel is the most important. And in my opinion, Link definitely nails the feel of how he should play. I agree. I feel that it's taken him a long time to get there. Like, I did not enjoy playing Link until Smash 4 at all. But Same. now that he has gone there, now that he has been more fully formed as a character with this new and much stronger identity and has been allowed to breathe, basically. Like, yeah, this is the hero of Hyrule. This is the Hylian champion, and I feel that. And that's that's really great to see. Yeah. Also, they, they gave him a better Final Smash. Like, that Triforce Slash was just almost as uninspired as Mario's, in my opinion. But, like, that Ancient Arrow just feels so good to just snipe people with. Yeah, I, I do agree. Um, I do know that it's basically there because Zelda lost both of her Light Arrow Final Smashes, but... I mean, she also got something that is much better, ridiculously broken. So you are entirely correct. And I do like the effects of it, but now that Zelda has a Triforce Final Smash, yeah, no, this this makes sense. Oh, something else. Uh, we haven't really been talking about this with any of the other characters, but Link has some of the best costumes. Oh, yeah. Like, he's got the Fierce Deity Link, he's got the Dark Link, he's got both his champion outfits, colors based on them, and his classic outfits. Just, dang, those are cool. He has always had a great amount of variation just based on the tunics and just the slow development. So much is built off of Link and his legacy, not necessarily in his moveset, but you feel it in just all the little attentions and to detail that are given to him. And I really do love that. And I'm glad that we seem to be sticking with Breath of the Wild Link, because I feel like that keeps his possibilities more open. Yeah. You know what? You know why Link is treated so well? It's because he's got other links that can still use those classic abilities. Yes. I think that's why they feel comfortable letting him change. Yep, I completely agree. All right, so I, I have Link in A tier. A, a very I have comfortable him in A tier as well. A-tier. Yeah, 
yeah, he's cozy in like the middle of it for me. For sure. Uh, where specifically shall we put him? Because right now we've got uh, Pac-Man, Pokemon Trainer, Wolf, Ike, Villager. I'm going to say above Wolf. I can get down for that. It's like, I, I, I feel like the problems I have with Link annoy me a little bit more, but Wolf is lacking in potential where Link is not, at least. Link, I can feel like he is always getting better. And, yes. like, I have more hope for Link, I guess, than Wolf. I know it's weird to quantify a feeling of, yeah, the potential, but yeah. But Pokemon Trainer's still just there. A, oh, yeah, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Like, Pokemon Trainer is a complete design that just does, that's just falls short of S-tier for me. Where Link, Link would never get into S-tier, but, like, I'd never move him any lower. Yeah, I would never drop him out of A. All right. Perfect. Ah, uh, next up. Okay, okay. So, I've been going into these recordings kind of just freeballing my arguments, but this is one that I care so much about that I brought some notes. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, I have I have a few questions. All right. So, when we were talking about Zero Suit Samus, you mentioned the um the comparison of Zero Suit Samus to regular Samus, where Zero Suit Samus is this celebration of metroid's mobility regular samus should be this character that shows just her ridiculously powerful arsenal this um one woman wrecking ball that you get at the end of metroid absolutely yep my follow-up question to that is how powerful is samus really in metroid when compared to the enemy she's facing see that's, that's hard for me to quantify because yes you know, she is less durable than them, but she has so many more tricks, and she has she has the fullness of her arsenal, which can take down any foe, I feel. And I and I feel like the feeling of thundering through old areas with the ultimate arsenal that is Samus Aran complete and packaged is such a strong feeling that I can't separate myself from it entirely. I I think that's I think that's valid. I think that's valid. Uh, I brought some statistics today. Okay. Uh, just because I was curious, because I couldn't quite quantify this feeling in my head, but now I've got it. Ridley's boss battle in Super Metroid, he can tank 30 super missiles. And that is only because they deal double their normal damage to him. In the final battle against M Mother Brain, Samus's Hyper Beam, the arguably the most powerful ability she's ever had, how many shots do you think it takes to take her down? What, about 30? 36. Ooh, Three dozen. okay. Samus's power doesn't come from firepower. She has powerful weapons when compared to the rest of the Smash Brothers cast, but the foes she faces in her games are just as technologically advanced, so she's kind of just, it kind of cancels out. I would argue that Samus's power comes from her persistence and her mobility. She's absolutely relentless and adaptable that lets her enter a battle with literally anything and outlast it. She can, has like because of some Chozo technology, she can, like, scavenge health and ammo from her enemies, taking part in, like, a cat-and-mouse kind of game when chipping away at them until she's the one left standing. That's something that I feel like Zero Suit Samus does decently well. <laughs> in fact, looking back at just our conversation with her, I don't think, like, I did gave her enough credit. <laughs> All right. Well, no, <laughs> she was more projected. You're very confident in her shoes, so... I, they, they, they still do annoy me, but, like, if she was more projectile-focused, I think she'd be the perfect interpretation of the character. But Samus as she is, I don't get that feeling 
at all. Like, props for props is done. It, they do kind of try to embody this with the with the charge shots, kind of dancing around enemies until you see that opening. But Samus isn't about just looking for that weak point and then just absolutely destroying her opponents with it. No, she's constantly just shipping away at armor, slowly lowering the health bar. Metroid boss battles take forever in some of those games, especially yes. the Prime games. Oh yeah, and that's because Samus can't. Samus can't purely outgun them. She has to outskill them. I feel like that's an important part of the character. And on top of that, nothing in Samus's moveset works the way it should. Uh, missiles, charge shot, the screw attack. Bombs are the only exception, and I, that's even that's just a kind of ridiculous concession for how important the morph ball is. Oh, do I hate that bombs don't let you bomb jump properly? Like they do little right, baby bomb right. jumps, but like I I can't like let me bomb jump. They're here. Let me do it. Like, Super Missile and Charge Shot should have traded places. The Screw Attack is not a multi-hit move. It's a soup it's her strongest weapon, arguably. And just I I I hate this design so much. I, I, I have at the I have at the bottom of my notes, I have one more question. Okay. Has playing as Samus in Smash ever made you want to play a Metroid game? Yes, when I learned she was a girl. <laughs> I was like, that okay, is cool, which happened when I was seven before anyone says anything. But in terms of her of her gameplay, I'm not going to argue that Smash has hurt Samus's reputation. I feel like Metroid can stand along on its own, and Nintendo has done that well enough with just some of the stories that she's put her in. Mm -hmm. But I would argue that it has given a... A wholly apathetic advertisement of Metroid gameplay, at least in terms of Baseline Samus. Zero Suit Samus is much better, but Baseline Samus, I feel no inspiration to desire to check out the series she is from. I was talking about in the last episode, I have one more F-tier character. Samus is that F-tier character for me. Mm. I have her at the top of it. I can, I can feel that. I really, really can. Um... I have her placed directly next to Sonic, because I feel those two characters struggle for the same reasons, where there is an intrinsic lack of something with them. Uh, Samus has issues where she has references, but they're just bad references, whereas Sonic has some references, but they're very, very straightforward and very, very focused on one specific interpretation of Sonic. And I feel that neither of them properly represent the gameplay that they're supposed to represent. I don't know. They, they feel weirdly tied at the hip for me. And I, I said before, oh yeah, in subspace, Zero Suit Samus frees her power suit and becomes a low tier. And I mean that. You feel so much worse playing as Samus than you do as Zero Suit Samus. And it's so obvious the instant that you hit that moment. It, 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 it hurts even more because the the cutscene leading up to that moment is amazing. You just get have Robs rushing into the room and they all explode as one at once as Samus slowly, badassly walks out of the smoke. Yes. It's such a good moment. And then it falls completely flat the second gameplay starts. It sure does. Um <laughs> There are some things with Samus I do like. 
I feel like even though the charge shot isn't representative of Samus as a character, I feel like I like it significantly more than Mega Man's interpretation of the same move. I feel that keeping that mobility and keeping that kill shot for the right moment is really important to Samus. Uh, could I throw something out here? Sure. Um, uh, uh, small spoilers for like the eventual Samus remake I'm going to make, but I think she should have that... Uh, in Marvel vs. Capcom 2, where Mega Man has that um, ability to charge and move... Yes. I feel like Samus should have that as well. Because that is the exact... That, that is so much of Metroid gameplay revolves around uh, holding that charge and jumping around your opponents, looking for that opening to let it loose. It should be toned down power-wise. Like, what it is now, like, that's not a charge shot. That is... That is so much more powerful than what the charge shot is. Charge shot is what you use when you run out of missiles. Yes. I agree, but I want Mega Man to have that too. It's so important. I want both of them to have it. Like, I I feel like there should be a lot of parallels between how Mega Man and Samus play. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, uh, I could see a, that. Another point of comparison, actually. We have we have other Metroidvania characters in here in the form of the Belmonts. Yeah. And I feel like the Belmonts like really show off just I wanted to play Castlevania after playing as the Belmonts in Smash Brothers. I feel like Samus should be like I want to say, like, the Sheik of the Belmonts, just a much faster, much weaker version. Like, B Belmont's projectiles are insanely strong. I feel like Samus should be more... She should revolve around chip damage, around outlasting her opponents, because Samus really just goes for that heavy finisher, like, that this is the... Like, so many games don't have, like, those cinematic finishers. Like, they've started doing it with Other M, but I don't... I don't... I don't like Other M. I, I like that feeling of just, after a long, hard battle... The, the boss falls and Samus is still there, beaten, bruised, but still alive. That is such an important part of Metroid to me. It's why she's so badass, because she can live where anybody else would fall. And that's just... You don't get that. Yeah, I don't know. They really should change her final smash to Adam Malkovich pushing her out of the way so that the bottle ship can crash into the stage. And then she can cry as the stage is on fire. <laughs> I was about to complain about the hyper beam not being rainbow, but you took that in a completely different direction. <laughs> well, I'm glad to please. Um, <sighs> I have one more argument about why she should be an F tier. Okay, okay, let me hear it. Samus drags down Dark Samus with her. Oh, 100%. Like, not only is she damaging her own reputation, people are just gonna think Dark Samus is just Samus, but creepy. Dark Samus. Could be, of all the Echo Fighters, Dark Samus is the one that I feel is the most lacking in potential. Because there was so much you could have done with the Metroid Prime. Just like having corruption mechanics, duplicating yourself. Just, oh, it just, it just, it, it makes me sad and frustrated about just what could have been. It makes me so upset that she was so much better as an assist trophy than as a what? playable character. Oh, yeah. I, I don't know if I hate Dark Samus more than Daisy, because, holy crap, you literally have nothing other than effects with Daisy, and Dark Samus at least has some animations and differences in jumping. I, I feel like, with, at least with Daisy, like, that design kind of feels like an amalgamate of the two princesses in the first place, so it doesn't... It still hurts, but not as much. No, I, I do agree. Dark Samus is just stuck with a bad design. Because Samus is stuck with a bad design. Oh, 100%. But it feels like the difference between 
Well, you gave it a little bit of thought versus you didn't even try. In fact, you actively <laughs> anti-tried. Oh, yeah. They, like, patched out with some of the differences. That you was actively wow. took your effort away. <laughs> Ugh. So I'm fine with Samus and F tier. Yes. I, I can understand it. Like, you can you can take the W on that one. You comparing her to Mega Man specifically, I'm like, yeah. Yeah, no, I I feel you there. I feel that, and I don't have as deep of a connection to Metroid as I do to Mega Man. But I will let you. I will let myself say hey, she's okay, and you go no. I will let you have this one. <laughs> uh, in terms of where she's placed in F tier, I do have her at the top of mind. But just the more I've gotten angry talking about her, the more I kind of want to move her lower. I I'll put her under Little Mac. But that's what I was thinking. I don't want to go any lower than Wario because I know just the ire just Samus hasn't ruined her character. It just has has done such exceptionally poor marketing that I I feel like Metroid could be a more popular franchise than it is now if Samus played better in Super Smash Brothers. I genuinely believe that. I agree with that. Also, if she brought better stages with her, just like, why are there so many Norfairs? It's, it's, well, they're it's not all Warfare, rising they're lava. Stars. Nobody likes those stages. <laughs> you, the person who's saying that I like the stage, you're incorrect. Look at yourself in the mirror, and then you'll see Brinstar behind you, and it's slowly dissolving away. And you'll go, huh, I guess I never really liked it. Oh, yeah, let, let's show off the Metroid Prime games. Here's friggin' Orpheon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ugh. Okay, okay, I... I'm, 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 I'm tired from Samus. Let, let, g- tell me about Yoshi. How do you feel about Yoshi? Okay, um, hmm. How to describe Yoshi? Hmm. So there was a time in wrestling where, uh, John Cena and I believe it was Batista <laughs> were in the Royal Rumble. And they eliminated themselves at the same time. And Vince McMahon was very, very upset, so he stormed the ring, and he got into the ring, this angry, buff 70-year-old man, and he blew out both of his quads on national television, so he started screaming at both of them like a little baby on his butt to restart the match and give the people an actual damn show. And I'm telling you this because I have nothing to say about Yoshi. Like Yeah, I, I feel that, though. Yeah. Like, Yoshi is the most, yeah, he, yeah, he's there, character in the entire roster. How's he play? He plays okay. What does he do? He does, you know, regular character things. He's got a weird jump, I guess. Uh, what does he bring for his He turns you into an egg. Like, everything that Yoshi does, he does okay, and another character already does better. Uh... Like, when you think of a big butt ground pound, you think of Bowser. When you think of someone eating you, you think of Kirby. When you think of a rolling into a ball move, you think of Sonic or Jigglypuff. When you think of his general aerials where he sticks out his foot, you think of Mario. Hell, you think of Mario for a lot of his animations. The only things he really has unique about him are his... They has super armor on his second jump, which... I know that there are big floaty jumps in the case of Ness and Mewtwo, and you might think of those first, but you know, that's fair. And Egg Toss, which is so different from how it controls in Yoshi's Island, that it barely feels like the same move. It feels like a very, very token reference with Yoshi's story effects. 
Yoshi is a character who just exists for me. He's not bad in any way. He references his series okay. I liked Super Dragon more than Yoshi Stampede, I'll admit, because I like that that's a full reference to Super Mario World. That's a really deep cut, and I kind of love it. But yeah, uh, Yoshi's there, and he was the most interesting when he was making fun upsets in Melee because of how weird his second jump was. And as the character roster gets more fleshed out around him, he becomes more and more kind of forgettable. Like, you've heard for years how much potential Yoshi has, and how no one wants to explore that because he ain't Yoshi. Yeah, I, 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 I remember when that big rework of him in Smash 4, when all, he was the only one of those veterans that wasn't revealed, people were just wondering, oh, what are they doing to Yoshi? And Sakura revealed the ultimate truth of that now he stands upright, and that was literally it. Oh, man. No, but it sounds like I would be really upset about that. I, I, I do want to give him a little bit of credit. I like how much he shares with Mario. I feel like that's a fun parallel between the partnership of the two characters. Like the forward, the forward era in particular. I would agree I like that if share that. there wasn't two other characters and a little bit of Wario that shared the same features as Mario. I... This is true, but also if there's going to be a character in a Nintendo crossover that affects a lot of characters, I feel like it should be Mario and not, like, say, Marth. Cough, cough. <clears throat> I mean, yes. Uh, I do like his down air. Okay, yeah, Yoshi's yeah. Yoshi's down air is fantastic. Yeah, funny flutter. That's good. That's good. That is, that, that's one move. Yeah, home uh, run contest superstar. <laughs> yep. Yeah, no, I, I can't add much to him. And I don't play enough of the Yoshi games to know how he could be better. Actually, no, I know how he could be better. I wish his throw involved putting his opponents in eggs and tossing the eggs. That would be amazing. That could have so many weird setups. Uh, a great doubles character in that case, because you could just literally serve up a volleyball for your opponents to spike. That'd be so much fun. You want to know whose specials are very very uh, similar to Yoshi's in how they should function, or at least how the general mechanic of eggs should function? Olimar. Uh, who's? Uh, oh. Like, ah. just, I, I know, but, like, have the eggs and be able to throw them. Make eggs throw eggs. It's the name of the first level of the game. He should have a stock of disposable projectiles. That fits Yoshi. This is true. This is true. Like, there's something salvageable there, and the the fact that his eggs are just these weak little blips, when so much of Yoshi's Island is carried by how you ricochet your eggs, and how much fun it is to bounce off eggs and figure out how to combo them, is so disappointing. But again, what's here is fine? Yeah, I, I, I can't, like, bash on him. I just, he has, he has... I almost feel similar to similar to him as I do me sword fighter, but Yoshi is a good design. If that makes any sense, I, I, just, yeah. I just I don't care. There's nothing about him to care about. Well, his animations are decent. He's cute. Like, you still get the 
yeah, you get the personality of Yoshi being translated over. Yeah, he's he's like one of the animals that gets translated well. He doesn't make weird dinosaur growls. It's still Yoshi Yoshi. Oh my gosh. I'm just I'm just picturing him with like Jurassic Park Velociraptor sound effects. <laughs> We've given Yoshi angry eyes. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I have him in C tier, but I just I don't know how I feel about him. So I have him at the very bottom of B tier because I I don't have enough problems with him to feel mixed about him. Oh, I do. Like I don't think that any of his specials are what they could be. That that's true. Like the the f- the fact that some of his moves are just straight up bad. Like there, name a there worse is special than a time. Uh, it's, I'm sure I can think of one, but I'm it's not coming to my head. <laughs> Yeah, no, no, no. I think I think you got me. Yep. Uh, egg throw. I I don't like it as a recovery move at all. I feel like he has better options. I feel like I feel like him having multiple jumps that get weaker is so much more in character for Yoshi than having one super super big jump. And I know that's been his only defining trait through the Smash series. And I feel like he's kind of just gotten stuck with it. But I'd really rather have the several flutters. Like, he doesn't feel like Yoshi's Island Yoshi. He feels like the idea of Yoshi as sort of like this power up to your jump. That's a good point. Yeah. Uh, here, here's an interesting comparison. Like, I've never wanted to play Yoshi games. Like, just, I, I have always, I've never seen Yoshi as being his own series in Smash Brothers. And I think that's why. Oh, dude, play Yoshi's Island. It's a good game. I, I believe it, but you wouldn't know that while looking at him in Smash Brothers. All right, that, that brings him down to C for me. All right. All right, that's fair enough. Uh, wh- where in C tier specifically? List them. All righty. We got uh, at the top going down, Ryu, Ken, Lucas, Rosalina, and Luma. Zero Suit Samus, who on... After that Samus conversation, I kind of want to move Zero Suit Samus up a bit. All right, we'll, we'll, re- we'll reflect uh, at the end. All right. And then, uh, Bayonetta, me brawler, Shulk, me gunner. Honestly, I kind of want to put him next to the Mies. I'm yeah. feeling that kind of just apathy of just, like, you could be so much better. Yeah, I, I agree, unfortunately. Uh, he's gotten two really good final smashes, at least, so that's nice. This is true, and he does sell the character, so I'd like to put him above the Mies. Yeah, I think so. But, like, he's not beating Bayonetta. Ba- yeah. Bayonetta is let missing potential, but what she does, she does well. Yoshi's just bland. Yep, I'm fine with that. Uh, also, uh, we didn't rake Dark Samus. Like, we discussed oh, uh, her, and then... Shoot. Uh, I, I want to put her next to Samus, because I feel like it kind of just botches her. Oh, and also for people that are only watching this uh, audio-wise, we never ranked Ike properly in the last episode either, Yep, but he's right above Villager, Yeah, okay. just, just, just for establishing that. Yeah. I would put I'd put Dark Samus above Samus because it's not her fault. Yeah, okay. If that makes any sense. Yeah. No, that's that's fine. That's fine. Still a failure though? Yes, absolutely still a failure. Yep, okay, cool. Okay. Uh do we have anything else to say about Yoshi? Uh one time Vince McMahon rejected a script (laughs) because uh he Big Show was supposed to eat a burrito that Eddie Guerrero gave him, but it was going to give him diarrhea, and Vince McMahon rejected it, not because of the diarrhea being horribly unfunny, but he did not know what a burrito was, 
and did not think his audience would know. He was then informed by his staff what the actual name of the meat wraps he had been consuming for lunch every day for the past week were. Thank you for sharing that information. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how that's to react to that. Ah, uh, uh, goodbye, Yoshi. Let, let's let's talk about a ge- better character now. Ah, uh, do I love Kirby? Like, I don't think that there's a character who has benefited from being in Smash as much as Kirby. Well, there are there are a couple, but Kirby is just. I've never met a person who has just picked up the game of Super Smash Brothers and not flocked to Kirby. Like, right. This is the character that everyone plays, not because he's a beginner character, but because he always feels fun. Like, obviously, there's five jumps, so it's so easy to recover. Everyone's first kill move is stone. Every single time, without (laughs) fail. That's your first step, and when someone learns how to shield, you're like, How did you do that? I can't use the Rocky move anymore. Just, he works so well in the Smash framework, and it's just, I feel like a large amount of his popularity and his recognizability comes from Smash. Like, Kirby games sell pretty okay, but not incredibly well, but I feel like Kirby is one of Nintendo's A-list, not franchises, but characters, especially in marketing. And I think Smash sells him to just an utterly exceptional degree. I mean, it's no surprise why. Like, Sakurai adores little, the little guy. Oh, yeah, everyone adores the little guy. You remember when he, angry, He's the main character of World of Lights. Remember when angry man Kazuya threw him off a cliff and everyone was like, he's gonna float <laughs> back up. And then he did, and everyone was like, yeah, he did the thing! Even though it's the most <laughs> obvious joke in the world, but they're still like, yeah, it's Kirby, though. Yeah, 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 there's always that joy of seeing Kirby in a trailer. Like, just the Min Min trailer, you have just have him sitting next to Captain Falcon. You know what's going to happen. It's like, oh, obviously he's just going to inhale it. He just, he's a delightful character that people just understand. Yes. I feel like the tremendous amount of effort that goes into his copy abilities is also something to be commended. And it's something that yes. we take for granted until we hear Kirby inhale Terry and go, pow away. Fuck you. <laughs> and then we go, <gasps> I love Kirby. The, I think it speaks a lot to Kirby's design when one of the things that people are most excited to see when a new character is revealed is what hat Kirby is going to have now. Yes. Be it just a pulling out his own Kazooie or becoming a block like Minecraft or having Sephiroth's hair. Yes. The fact that that exists at all is wonderful he is such a delight and little details like he gets angry eyebrows when he turns into bowser or just the (laughs) entire design of game and watch kirby is just he gets pale when he inhales we fit trainer yep Uh, his expression when he gets pac-man is wonderful (laughs) yes just taping a me like stamped to his forehead when he inhales a me he does a freaking spy from team fortress 2 thing with it i love it (laughs) right Oh, he's such a wonderful character. And yet, I I see a lot of people complain about him, and I just don't get it. Because, like, I, I understand, like, wanting... Kirby can do a lot of things. Yeah. Like, that's, yeah, that's the point of Kirby. He eats anything, and he can do that. Yeah. But, but 
what he has now works so well. It really, really does. I know that a lot of people do want, what if all of his references were, or all of his moves were copy abilities? And I can see that. I can feel that because Kirby is very basic and limited in his initial skill set. But I feel like that's what makes him important and why it's important to keep him at such a simple skill set. Like, would I like it if maybe they changed up the moves sometimes in games? Yeah. Do I think that Hammer Flip is particularly good? No. I would like that move changed for a better one. But what we do have, the fun of just him having all of his suplex throws is great. The fact that they can't decide if they want his yo-yo head spin or his fireball as his dash attack. I like both of those. They're never getting rid of stone. Everyone loves stone until they realize that they can't use it properly. <laughs> and just, do I feel like at the upper end of the game, Kirby is lacking as a fighting game character? Yeah, to some extent. I feel like just the stubbiness of when everyone knows how to actually play the game does hold him back more than his the utterly tremendous amount of power that you feel in the Kirby games. But he's a character that I feel like introducing advanced text to is wrong on the sole purpose that, nah, Kirby should be simple, not because his games are simple, but because he's simple. He's... Super, super straightforward as a character, and everything is expressed super straightforwardly, and it works well. Uh, I, I will say that the fact that his down tilt is not his little slidey dash. I was just going to say yes. I also feel like he should have the little puff of air in that when he's jumping. Yeah, I I do agree there. Uh, but that's it. Yeah, it, it it does feel weird that he doesn't have those staple abilities, but Kirby's great. He's just great. He's Kirby. He's lovely. Uh, he, it's weird. Like, a lot of these characters we're talking about, I wouldn't want them changed, but I desperately want custom moves from them. Yes. Because, like, I, I, I still want Kirby to have, like, his like his kicks and stuff. Like, I feel, I feel like he works as a baseline fighter, but, like, there's so many things that could replace those power-up abilities. And I feel like just being able to cycle them around would be... Such a great way of further exploring his character without overcomplicating him. Mm -hmm. I, I feel like the only changes that someone would make to Kirby are those out of personal taste for what they love from the Kirby series, rather than any sort of disdain for his regular moveset. Agreed. Agreed. Uh, I have Kirby in A tier. What about you? I also have Kirby in A tier. Lovely. Yeah, he's... He's very close to S talking about it right now. Like, I, I didn't think about how much comes out of him from just his simplicity and the joy of that. But he really is, like, one of the most important characters to Smash Brothers because of how he plays and because of who he is. It, it's, it's, I, I kind of feel the same way about him as Pac-Man. I don't know how to order them. Because Pac-Man is, again, so, so, so great. But he's missing, like, a couple of those staple moves that you just look at them and it's like why 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 don't you have that that's so simple that's easy like i don't know who, who do you value more kirby or pac-man i mean i mean personally on like a spiritual level like kirby's I, I, I'm, kirby's like my soul that, yes kirby's kirby's my heart he's my dream he's my dark he's my other form of matter <laughs> like i think i respect the creativity of pac-man a little bit more 
than the simplicity of Kirby. But I say that saying that Kirby is utterly delightful. I could get behind that. Yeah. Just mutual agreement that I definitely like Kirby more. Kirby's one of my favorite characters on this entire roster. Oh, 100%. Like, God. Oh, man. But Pac-Man is just barely out of S tier. Like, I... If if I were to put a character above Pac-Man, I just want to move both of them up into S tier. Agreed in entirety. But better than Pokemon Trainer. Like just oh yeah, absolutely. Agree on his placement. Uh, all right, all right. Uh, File Smash could be better, I think. Yeah, but yeah. Ultra Sword is just. I'm glad that eh. it's not a superstar reference anymore because I love me some superstar. But let's get real, folks. Holy crap! I'm glad that it's a Kumazaki era Kirby game being referenced, but. I'd like, like, an actual star power, please. Anything yeah, that actually involves his warp game. Star. Yeah, yeah. I know the warp star is an item, but maybe it shouldn't be. Yeah. Like, Kirby games, like, there's there's some insane stuff at the end of those games that's... That Final Smash feels a bit tame. Yeah. Also, also, I'm, I'm not saying he's not in A tier, not S tier because of this, but I do just... The fact that... One era of Kirby is so heavily favored. Yep. Does just leave that little bit of the back of my head that's just kind of salty when I look at him. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a small thing. It doesn't ruin the character. But like. No, it's. Playing it, favorites. Yeah, no, it's, it's it's the animosity you held for Zero Suit Samus, but less, and it hasn't been fixed. Yep. Straight up. Yep. But that made me feel yeah. good, at least. Kirby's yeah, always fun. Kirby, Kirby's, ju- Kirby's just. Kirby's just friendly. Yes. Okay, and uh, continuing the trend, actually, of good characters, we already talked a lot about, like, the spaces in general in the last episode, and I feel the same way about Fox. I'm gonna straight up say I think Fox is the best spacey, and I think that he is absolutely fabulous. I think that he is utterly perfect at getting the feel of Star Fox just right, Without actually having you have the R-Wing. I feel like having his gravity be so great is utterly genius. Because not only do you get the feeling of, well, he's he's a dogfighter. Those are the G-forces. He's used to having that heavy sort of load. But you get the feeling of piloting the R-Wing as Fox. Of being able to go up and down so quickly to avoid your opponent. About dodging out of their way and then getting right into the range and aiming your lasers and then coming in at just the right moment. Fox is utterly incredible in how he nails that feel. And I feel like it stands just as a testament to how well he's been received and how emblematic of Smash Brothers he's become. Like, I I know the meme is, no items, Fox only Final Destination, but Final Destination doesn't do him justice, because when Fox has platforms to work with, when Fox is ducking around the stage, when you see the melee Fox go clickety-clack with the control stick ASMR (laughs) all around the stage, and you're going, hiya? Then you just feel good. There's such an amazement. Fox is such... Like, if Mario is the... Uh, solidification of moving around platforms and Kirby is the introduction to it Fox is the utter mastery of it and I feel like he is one of the absolute best Smash original designs as a fighting game character totally totally agreed I it's also interesting to see like how 
his interpretation in Smash has gone on to affect Star Fox. I kind of feel like I kind of feel like Star Fox is always scared about moving forward because Smash has set such a reputation for the character that it's just having a hard time living up to. I don't know if they, if you feel the same way or not, but it, it's hard for me to say because like uh, Assault and then Command followed uh, Dinosaur Planet or, or Star Fox Adventure so heavily. Like there's a solid through line there, and Smash actually was following that with Assault, and then it kind of just didn't look at Command. Like everyone just kind of looked at Command and went, "Okay, yeah, we don't want to do that." And then everyone was like, you guys want to do 64 again? Every single time Fox has shown up post-command? And it is weird for me. It's weird for me. But I do think that Fox is super emblematic in Smash in that regard. Yeah. I, I feel like Star Fox would be a dead series right now if it weren't for Smash Brothers. Completely like, like The popularity behind why people keep asking for those games is because Fox is so strong. Totally agreed. Like, as, as a design. Totally agreed. Like, yes, Star Fox 64 was a fantastic game, but I feel like Fox would be more in the same breath as uh, the banjos of the world, as opposed to, I don't know, more of the fervor of just, I feel like Star Fox is a little less patient or was before Zero of just like, yeah, a new console, a new Star Fox game. Yeah, let's go. Uh, Where do you have him in your tier list? I have him in very high A tier. Like, I would debate him with Pac-Man, because... That's interesting. I actually have him at the bottom of S tier, because I feel like he has just so perfectly captured the feeling of his games. Like, you you said, um, last episode, I know it's because I was, I was just editing right. the whole episode at this point right. in time. You look at a character and say, this is Smash Brothers for the S tiers. I feel that when I look at Fox, because he is just so emblematic of what... Smash as a platform fighter can do when you translate a game into it properly. Gosh, I do agree with that sentiment, but I also do have my caveats with Fox. Um, don't like his Final Smash. I like yes. his Arwing now, but I you need to control that. Like that's that's Star Fox. That's that's the slam dunk that you've ignored for three games in a row, and just that annoys me. Um. I don't love Firefox as a recovery. I don't feel like that captures a lot. I like I know it captures the some people have likened it to his bombs and the explosive force of that or like a halo jump and re-entering atmosphere, but I I just don't love it and I would prefer his actual somersault or barrel roll or something in that regard to boost him up a little bit more and be more sudden. I don't like that it has a stall to it. That's fair. That's fair. Um, gosh, he's right on the precipice, isn't he? Like, I feel like he could do, I feel like he could do more to represent the Star Fox series in references. He doesn't have the sound effects of Star Fox. That's what I wanted to say. Oh, God, I thought about that, and that got me. The fact that the blaster doesn't make the actual laser sound is just, ugh. Or the fact that there's not, like, the eye and pick of of anywhere in his moveset. But God, then he has, like, three different giant conversations on different stages with the Star Fox cast, and that fits him so well and whatnot. I, uh, I, I do agree. If Palutena's guidance can't save Pit, though, I don't feel like that should... Like, the, the reason that Snake's and S-tier on top of that is because everything else is great. And that's, that I feel like those conversations are 
supplements, but they aren't saving graces, if that makes any sense. Oh, no, I, I do agree, but God, they're so important. And if they weren't there, I would be complaining that they were missing from Fox. Yeah. But God, like when Fox, when you're playing as Fox, you feel like you're the ace pilot of the Star Fox team. Like Falco, Slippy and Peppy and Crystal. They go down if someone chases them for a little bit and you're unable to save them. Fox? Fox is just pure skill, and the implication is that you, the player, are just so skilled that even the greatest dogfighters in the universe can't compare to you, Fox McCloud. And that's how he feels in Smash Brothers, and that's so good! Oh, this is hard. This is... I feel like this is the hardest decision, like, just for me, that we've talked about so far. Because, like, what he does, he does unbelievably well. Like, like he has barely changed across the course of the entire Smash series. Mm-hmm. And there's good reason for that. It's because, like, they just nailed it first try. Yeah, 100%. Well, not quite 100%, because I feel oh, like... Yeah, well, it, 64 wasn't... 64, yeah. Yeah. But Melee... Melee has defined Fox as a character more than the Star Fox franchise. <laughs> you know, you're completely right with that. Ugh. Yeah, okay, S-tier. I-, I want to compare him to Pac-Man, just real quick. Okay. Uh, do you... Because it, it's, a, it's a weird case of... If I put him in A-tier, I think I would still put him... Well, I, I, mm, well... At this point, I have no doubt that Fox is better than Pac-Man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, I have zero doubts. And that's hard, because I'm looking at Kirby right underneath, and I'm going, damn. Yeah, but Fox is better, though. Like, you're in- exceptional. Yeah, I, I, the, to, to quote Star Fox itself, you're good, but I'm better. That's Wolf shit. <laughs> yes, it is. Who is stuck a tier below him, but... yeah, Like, yeah, I, ha- I had Fox at the bottom of S tier for a reason, and I still feel good about that. It's just... He he's tiptoeing. I don't think I'm going to put anybody below Fox. I would agree. I feel, I feel like Fox is the border. Yeah, Rob's above him, and I feel so much more strongly about Rob just going above and beyond. Even in my A tier rankings, I put Rob above him, and I agree with that. All right, all right, but I I can get down with the bottom of S tier because just damn, that's a good design. One hundred percent. And continuing this trend of supposedly. Dated designs, Pikachu, I feel, is also pretty good. Yeah, I totally agree. Like, in Smash 64, he was the fast character, and he sells fast really, really well. I like his facial animations in general. I like when he has to grit his teeth when he's trying to, like, get off of a ledge or is in real trouble. Like, he feels like the anime Pikachu. He really does. And he utilizes his speed to the best of his ability. It's it's just, I won't say fun. I, I don't really have fun fighting against Pikachu, but it's good. Absolutely. He's another one of those characters that Smash has allowed to evolve. Like, uh, the neutral air is the biggest one for me, just to point to. Yeah. That, that feels like just such a good, so much better, and like actually involving electricity in more of his moves. Totally. It's hard to say much about... I thought of this comparison after... um. Uh, uh, recording at the Smash for Wii U when we we're talking about Greninja. Because, mm-hmm. like, Greninja is still in B tier, and I feel good about that. It feels like praising a Pokemon for being translated well into Smash Brothers 
I get this similar sense of like letting a baking soda volcano win a science fair. Like, yes, you did it. I can't fault you for this. But also, like, you're not exactly breaking new ground here. But for Pikachu, like, the added effort of making it the anime Pikachu instead of like a game Pikachu was the right call. Because that is the Pikachu that people know. That is why Pikachu is here. Yes. I guess the one little thing is I wish that his hat, when he goes into the red hat, had the Thunderbolt on it. The little green Thunderbolt design for Ash Ketchum. Yeah. I also I also don't like Skull, Skull Bash. Like, yeah. Of all of his moves, that that should be Volt Tackle. Be something like um, Charizard Side B. Yeah, I agree. And I know you're using Volt Tackle for the final smash, but like... There's more you can do there. You could do so much. And like, Pikachu is here because of the anime. Let him do anime stuff. Let him, right, let right. him go on Swellow and do freaking Thunder Armor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's the pinnacle of Pikachu right there. <laughs> but yeah, like, Pikachu is done well, but... And I appreciate him a little more than other Pokemon because it's his anime interpretation and whatnot. And he fits the role of quick electric mouse very well. I don't think they quite captures the games because Pikachu is like a status monster. Like he's designed, like his original Ren Blue design is basically Thunder Wave into Double Team. And I, I feel like some way of slowing another character would really emphasize Pikachu. I mean, he'd be broken right now if you did that, but like, <laughs> I don't know. I feel like that's more of the gameplay of Pikachu, so to speak. Maybe if he built up so much electricity with his attacks, it would paralyze. Yeah, I think that I think Something like that. I think that like whereas Pichu discourages electric attacks, Pikachu would encourage it and get yes. stronger from it. I like, I like that a lot. I like that. I, but even then, like I, I, I can't complain much about uh, like it's Pikachu. Yeah, you, you you can't mess up Pikachu. You haven't been adorable like. He has some of the best taunts in the game. Because... Just that one he just, like, rolls around like a cat. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. Uh, I, I just want to give him a hug. He's adorable. Totally. I do wish he didn't pop out of a Pokeball for his intro animation. That bugs me. Yep. It, it's not important, but it bugs me. Yep. You can easily do the Wild Grass intro for Pikachu. Why isn't that in the game? I've never thought, why isn't that in the game? I don't know, because cause I, I can think of Smash Brothers better than Sakurai. I'm better than an entire train team in Nintendo. <laughs> Me, there's one guy doping around in a bedroom. I'm a genius. Alright, I, I do have Pikachu at the bottom of A tier, because, again, Baking Soda Volcano, I, 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 it feels wrong to put him above characters that impress me with how they've carried over, like, their mechanics. But I can't put him in B tier. Like, like... It's Pikachu. They nailed it. He's adorable. Like, he, he absolutely sells that, hey, go play Pokemon, because they've got all these cute critters in them. He's a perfect advertisement of that. It's Pikachu. Yeah. It, it's weird for me, because, like, I can see the argument of putting him above Mario, but I'm struggling to see the argument of putting him above Cloud. Huh. But, like... That's... Oh, I totally agree, but that's so weird. Because, like, Mario has things missing... But he's also exceptional in one regard. Cloud is like, yeah, that's Cloud. But what, there's something not there for me. And I don't, I feel like Thunder is a good move. I like using Thunder, but that's kind of all I think about 
with Pikachu other than being really good in Smash 64 and the existence of ESAM. Yeah, it is another one of those, like, where Kirby has the stone, Pikachu has thunder. That is yes. one of those beginners just, like, spam this. Oh, crap, they figured out how to get around it? How do they... What is this new nightmare? Yes. Ah, that's throwing me for a loop. Right? Like, I thought that. Like, okay, who would he be above? Oh, crap. Because, like, everybody beneath Cloud, like, Bowser Jr., Greninja, he's definitely a better Pokemon than Greninja. Oh, 100%, no yeah. Ah. No, I, I do still feel like I'd put him above Cloud, because, like, Pikachu is a complete design. Cloud just, I don't know if it would be, like, some sort of down B spell selection you just make limit not be able to be charged or something like that. But there's there is a side of Final Fantasy that he just doesn't represent, whereas Pikachu, he's, he's a Pikachu. I could see that. Yeah. Well, like, and, unless, like, I can't define where my problem with Pikachu lies. Like, sure, Skull Bash could be something different. Uh, the Volt Tackle is just a weak Final Smash in general. I don't like it at all. Yeah. I like it better on Pichu, just because of the sound design. Yes. Yeah! Oh, God, play, are you okay? chaos. Oh, okay. I, I think, yeah, bottom of A tier. You're, you're selling me on a lot of these today. Yeah, I, I, I'm feeling, I'm feeling, I'm feeling more confident now. This, Sam has got me. Sam's got me going. <laughs> yeah, you're on a friggin' roll, my man. All right, all right. Uh, it, it's gonna get harder as we like, cause I'm, our, I keep looking back at Zuzu Sam. It's like it, this is gonna, it's gonna get like as we start reorganizing the tiers. This oh, is gonna totally. get absolutely chaotic. Oh, completely. Uh, but for now, Super Luigi Galaxy. We were talking earlier that... Wait, hold on. I want to make sure that this is actually the next character in the list. It is. Okay, good, it is. Good. Okay. I, I got thrown through a loop earlier because I thought Fox came after Yoshi. And I was like, oh yeah, let's talk about a good character. Kirby. Okay. I'm still down for this. Yeah. But Luigi is... We talked about how Link was the character that has been improved the most. I feel like Luigi is the character that has evolved the most over the course of the Smash Brothers series. But I don't know if it has been for the best for his design. I have very, very conflicting opinions on Luigi. Mm -hmm. For similar version reasons, I have conflicting opinions about Mario, because I feel like there's a lot of ways you can take the character. Is he the player two to Mario's player one? Should he respect his own franchise more, the Luigi's Mansion? Or should he just continue following in Mario's footsteps, because that's also important to who he is? Smash has created this weird, kind of canonized a lot of odd elements to Luigi's character that still fits. Like, Green Missile is bizarre, but it also fits Luigi's character in a very bizarre way. Mm -hmm. I don't like it, but it fits. I, I, I don't know how I feel about this character. Like, what? Well, what are your thoughts on Luigi? So, insofar as Smash goes, I love Luigi from a characterization standpoint. Because you, you have to think that it, when he was introduced in Smash 64, Luigi was your player too. He didn't have a single RPG appearance except a cameo in Mario RPG to flesh out his character. He had Mario is missing to his name for games of his own, and otherwise he was in Mario's shadow. And thus he was referred to as the Eternal Understudy. And this is kind of where the idea of Luigi as we know him in a modern context developed. 
where he has this weird flailing dash attack where he blushes as he kind of puts his arms in front of him. This is sort of Luigi as both simultaneously a tryhard trying to live up to his brother and as sort of like more cowardly and weird than his brother. And that would continue into Melee where he would get so many weird attacks with weird effects where when used to his fullest potential, it's greater than anything that Mario could accomplish, like his super jump punch or the randomness of the green missile or how far he moves when mashing the Luigi Cyclone. Like, all of these elements came up to define who Luigi is, a character with almost infinite potential that he's hiding in his shadow, but is too nervous and weird and just awkward to fully bring it out. I love how understated his original taunt is, how it's just this little baby kick, but it can murder you if you're on the edge. How it's simultaneously the most mocking and unassuming move. And how that's gone on to personify Luigi, not just through his own series, but in other RPGs like Paper Mario The Thousand Year Door, Super Paper Mario, and the entirety of the Mario and Luigi series. I don't think would entirely exist as they do without Smash Brothers Luigi and would go on to help flesh him out in further games. Like, Luigi in Smash is so, so unique and so important for the Luigi character, and Luigi's such a great character. Totally agreed. Totally agreed. Like, his original final Smash was so bizarre, but like, I, I, lo I love this just, how do I put this, like, this... He doesn't mean to be as effective as he is, almost. Right. Like, he, like he's trying, and he has the potential in him, but he doesn't know it. Exactly, exactly. I do, however, feel like there is... Like, I love that characterization, but that kind of breaks apart when you actually start as playing him as him, especially in the later titles. I feel like Luigi is way too competent of a fighter. Like, just how easily you can string together combos... Yes. For how, just, how he's characterized. Like, it, it's a, such a weird state where I feel like you're doing good. You're giving Luigi more references and more Luigi's Mansion stuff. Uh, you broke him and made him boring. Like, he, he's the weird case where the more you added and the more generally what you would think of as pretty good design in adding references and whatnot... And honestly, yeah, the, yeah, the poltergeist should be his grab. That makes perfect sense. The less you get out of him, and it, it's so I, I, I do kind of like. I, I don't like playing against it, but I do kind of like the um, the stalling, the keep away from me that he does with like his um, not his his zares, just mm -hmm. continuously throwing out the plunger that fits like it fits Luigi's character totally. But as soon as he grabs you, like just. Luigi can get so much off of a grab, and I feel like that is the exact opposite of what he should be able to do. Right. Like, Luigi's grabs it. He shouldn't want to get up and close and personal. It's not, like, that's why his dash attack is so amazing. Because he's scared of getting that, like, physical with somebody. Completely. And I love that he has, like, the weird handshake karate chop forward smash. Like, oh, no, 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 no. I'm a little nervous here. Hey, buddy. Ugh. <laughs> <sighs> I also dislike some of the changes they made to him, like how they mitigated the Luigi Cyclone recovery. I love how much you could mash with him 
and just like it feels almost accidental that he's recovering so well. And I kind of love that. It's just like his effort is putting him forward. And I miss, I'll admit, I miss Melee Luigi because I love slip sliding around the arena with him, with wave dashing. That, was, that added so much to him. Just like how slippery he was. Like if one character is going to benefit a ton from an accidental discovery, it's going to be Luigi. Uh, I hate his airspeed. Yeah, yeah, agreed. Yeah, like he's I, supposed to be like the the higher jumper, higher jumper. Ugh. Well, but like that, that's what defined him, right? And just you don't want to jump as much with him. If you're not short hopping with Luigi, you're playing him wrong, right? This is such a weird character to talk about because, like, I agree with everything you're saying, both positive and negative. I don't know how to fix it. Yeah, like I love Luigi, but also I hate Luigi, like. I don't think I have a character that I'm more divided on, and I was less divided before Smash Ultimate, and now that they've added more, and like, yeah, one plunger is good, but the rest is just weird? I don't know, I'm not... <sighs> I, I I guess, j- just to kind of piece together, like, maybe how we could fix him, how do, what do you feel like he should more represent? Should he, should he try to c- follow Luigi's Mansion more? Should he go back to how he used to be in uh, in Melee? Should he try to further follow in Mario's footsteps? Like, where 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 does that begin? I think that you need to purposefully design a weird technique that Luigi can take advantage of. I think that Luigi is a character that needs to be overlooked initially, but have some kind of secret to him that if you unlock it then he is better, and, like, he doesn't even realize he's falling into it. Like, how wave dashing was in Melee, like, I know that is a complete accident and a glitch of a technique, but it's so fitting for Luigi to benefit so much from it, and it's, like, with that in hindsight, you can still develop something like that. Like, you don't have to make Luigi clean for Smash Brothers. He can just be weird and goofy. Uh, insofar as do I think he should reference Luigi's Mansion more? <sighs> Maybe, but, like, at most I would replace either Green Missile or Fireball. I actually think that Green Missile could still work the exact same way. Just have, like, the vacuum back, like, have it push. Like, sometimes it just explodes and launches him. Right. Oh, that could, oh, that would work. That would, that would be fun. That'd be fun to do. Like, you wouldn't lose anything with him, but it would still, but it would be a more, it's so, hmm. I do like his Project M change as well to Green Missile, where instead of pure 12.5%, it's, it will happen one in six times every single time as a Russian roulette kind of thing. Okay, I I like, I I do like that, I do like that, so you you get more likely to have it misfire the more you use it mm-hmm. so like you can plan around it but more often than not he will fall on his face i i definitely feel like he shouldn't be such a combo focused character agreed like if luigi wins like he didn't mean to do that yes i don't know if that comes along with like buffing like the various reads that he has or something ah uh, gosh this is a hard character to talk about right Because there's just, there's so much variance to Luigi, and so, like, I don't want to take anything Smash original away from him, because it did so much for him. 
Um, I do think hitting people with his butt is weird. I'm looking at this ultimate art of him, and I think him yeah. having his butt is like, like, Wario should do that. Like, I know Haha Stinky Man is, like, what I'm against, but, like, Wario's, like, an everything-in-the-kitchen-sink character. Luigi is like, Luigi, your ass isn't gonna hurt him, sweetheart. You don't got much there. <laughs> Thinking back to, like, the animation of that, too, like, he, lo- he looks like he's having fun as he's doing these wacky moves, which I d- let Luigi should be terrified the entire time he's in the match. Like, he is not the kind of character to want to get into a brawl. Yes. Also, side note, just, God, he has one subspace emissary scene, and it's so good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, DDD kind of show those, steal the show directly, but just seeing him, like, panic with the wall, that's Luigi. That's, that's what Smash Brothers did for... His character. Yeah. So, like, make no doubt Luigi is in mixed. Yeah, like, if it isn't clear. Same, same. Yeah. But also, God, it's weird to think about Luigi. These characters are hard to talk about, man. <laughs> I thought this would be shorter. They've, they've got so much legacy behind them that you just... There's so many interpretations you have to juggle, and it's, it's just... Ah. Like, I... I don't even know where I want to put him in Mixed, because, like, I feel so much stronger about him than most of these characters. Yeah, yeah, like, I care about them, but also I go, but I like playing as him less in Ultimate, though. Yeah, like, like he's, what he, what Smash has done for his character is right up there with, like, several of the characters in A tier, but what is, how badly it treats, like, how badly it reflects his character is right down there with, like, I feel like Diddy Kong and Sonic, like, yeah, it, it he plays like nothing like they should, and it's just so split. I I honestly wonder if he should just be like reworked entirely to fit this weird Smash Brothers like absurdity. Like, but then you lose like the connection to Mario, and it's you have to change Mario at the same time to do that. I don't want to do that either. And I don't either. Ah! Ugh. Uh, okay, um... Mm. Please leave uh-huh. in the comments your ideas of how to fix Luigi. <laughs> this would be very helpful in various regards. However, if you lean too closely to one interpretation or the other, you will be docked points. Ah, <laughs> uh, I feel like he's better than Yoshi. Well, I care I, about I, him I, a I lot think... more than Yoshi. Yes. I if If we're putting him anywhere in C tier, I think... But I, but I, but Yoshi's, Yoshi's, uh, oh no, oh no, okay, maybe I'll just put Luigi, like, on top of, like, just not on the actual tier list, just on, like, the left side on Mixed itself. Just Luigi? Yes. Oh, cause, like, I, I don't want to leave him like this, but I don't know what else to say about him. I, I don't know where to go with this either. Like, God, he is the most interesting man in the world. <laughs> well, 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 let's let's establish something here because I feel like what I love about Luigi is what has been established by him. But this tier list is talking about their actual designs. Like Fox is su- such a great S tier because of how he plays right now. Uh Going back down there, Ike is in A tier because of how he plays right now, and like what he did for Fire Emblem is great. But overall, like I feel like each of these characters has been placed for design first and foremost. Right. And I feel like Luigi, as his Smash design, does not fit the character. I adore what it's done for him so much, 
but that's his legacy, not his design, if that makes any sense. Yeah, it it kind of does, but it, it's weird because, like, at the same time, like, if you ask me where I put Melee Luigi, that's B tier. That's easy. Yes, I, 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 and I would as well, because that doesn't have the same problems that I have with Luigi. Mm-hmm. Even taking Luigi's Mountain f- into account, Luigi's Mansion into account. Because it, it, it still fits that Luigi's Mansion. Does, that, that dash attack is perfect. Yes. It's, it's always been perfect. Yes. I feel like looking at him as a Smash Brothers design, something that's supposed to represent the character, I'd want him lower than C. Because the, the way that he plays is not completely goes against the character. He's got great references, and he's still, like, in terms of animation, he sells the character. I, I feel similar to him how I feel to Dedede. But I also feel that DDD does so much, so much better. But I also feel that DDD had more to pull from to reach that. Whereas Luigi kind of made it on his own. And that kind of fits like a weird sub narrative of Luigi development. <laughs> where it's like, yes, there's this meta narrative of Luigi developing as a character and becoming a personality through his design in Smash. That's so weird. Yeah, it, it's... I didn't expect to find Luigi to be the most interesting character in Smash Brothers to talk about, but wow! There's... there are... there are... there are sub-levels to this. God, he's got more layers than a Shrek, man. Yeah, I, I do kind of... I, I kind of want to put him in D tier. I... I don't feel as egregious about him because what he, the good that he has is is great, but I feel like the core of the like sure sure DDD is missing things, but that's because like he suffers, which still fits the character, but it just isn't a great translation into a fighting game character. Right. Luigi is a fantastic fighting game character, but it's not the character that he is. Like Lu- Luigi, kind of. I- I'm trying to think of a character that just would fit this one grab and you're dead kind of I did as it, as in like a combo centric character or yeah like Luigi kind of feels like what I expect Diddy Kong to be no no well kind of like the momentum of just like let's say potentially rashly. like the skill of someone like Meta Knight yeah I kind of want to put him next to Meta Knight like I I don't feel like near he's not going underneath Donkey Kong no siree not a chance <laughs> Well, hurt Sorry. me a little more. J- just to hurt you more. Oh, look at the look at this salt that you're pouring into my gaping wound, Luigi. <laughs> but I do I do kind of feel the same way about Meta Knight in terms of like his ultimate design. Like where Meta Knight lacks that part of his character of just being like <laughs> he doesn't climax. Just going back to that joke. Hey, hey that's a funny missing that- reference. <laughs> Luigi's missing just the. His uncertainty. He should have weird moves that do not combo into each other unless you do something completely unexpected. Right now, it's just bread and butter, just kind of following Mario of just, like, endlessly juggling you. And no, he shouldn't be able to do that, I feel. But he has that casually with the green missile misfire and the super jump punch. Like, most people aren't going to do the Luigi bread and butter. They're going to just, like, mash that's it. That's also true. And that's, that's going to come true. out and, like, be a miracle Hail Mary. But I, I agree that his, at a high level play, is so detrimental to the idea of the rest of his kit. Exactly. 
I either want to put him at the top of D tier or the bottom of C tier. Hmm. Just continuing on this train of thought. I want to agree, and then part of me wants to just make a new letter in between C and D that is just Luigi. <laughs> just an L. <laughs> just let... <sighs> the purgatory of Luigi. The place between heaven and hell, there is only Luigi. Hmm. Hmm. Well, I feel, I, I feel like I don't want to step into that level no, because I, that's just going to tangent I, off into oh, no, like I, all I sorts agree. of jokes. Like, okay, and we've made sub levels. This right here is the uh, the Lucario tier, and this right here is where Samus is in the strange void next to does not work. Nah, that that that's just a uh, that'll spiral out. Ah, oh, yes, yes, we've reached the Doctor Mario trench. <laughs> Just start building a World of Light map off yeah. of this tier list. Uh, and over there, we'll I, say the peer refuses to put Donkey Kong any lower than this portion. <laughs> it's it's like one of those um carnival games when someone's sitting above above a, a thing of water, and it's just me trying to throw like rocks just to knock Donkey Kong down, and you trying to block <laughs> it down. Oh my god! Just get down, Mr. President, to Donkey Kong. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> I, I do feel stronger about the top of B than I do the bottom of C. Because, like... Who is current bottom I of love, C? Remind me. Uh, bottom of C is the Me Gunner. Like, right next to Shulk and the Me Brawler. Whereas okay. the top of D currently is Meta Knight. I can, I can feel top of D. With the caveat of, like, D tier, I get how to improve everyone else. Luigi? Ah! <laughs> yeah, he... I, I I agree. I agree. Uh, like he almost feels like he needs an overhaul, but I don't want to sacrifice so much of his kit that I don't want to put him any lower. I know. I know. I don't want to either, and I value that so much. Like I value Luigi to an incredible degree. All right. All right. Uh. So a, a soft top of D tier until we probably inevitably come back to this. As maybe the comments will have something. Yes, please maybe, tell us. Maybe maybe we'll have inspiration. Please, when we talked about you giving comments like twenty minutes ago, how <laughs> how fix Luigi. This is now a call for help. Please, <laughs> we are desperate. Okay, okay. Let's let's let, let's talk about Ness for a bit, just as a just just to, just to get away from that. We've done it. We've confusion. escaped the Luigi. Whatever it was. We're free of the negative zone, and now it's Ness. Uh, Ness is okay. <laughs> no, it's Ness. Ness is, eh. We've established a lot of how we feel about the, the Earthbound boys from how, what we talked about Lucas. Yep. I like Lucas a lot more. I do as just, well. Just straight up. like he, Ness falls underneath that same problem of just, I don't like that he references the, uh, the game over his actual character. Because I feel like that's a disservice to whatever character that design appears on if there is more to them. Mm -hmm. Ness in particular, like, correct me if I'm wrong. I have not played Earthbound, but Ness is so much more of a a physical fighter. He's a, he's a cross between a tank and a support. He, uh, yeah, he's a, he's a tank healer. Yeah. He, so also, uh, so he's a paladin. Yes, yes. And that is not in Smash Brothers in the slightest. No. I do want to give him, like, a lot of the same compliments that we gave Lucas. The Earthbound effects, sublime. Mwah. I love those so much. I would not want to go another game without them. They're some of the best effects across the entire roster. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, I like the changes they've made to his Final Smash of him bringing in his friends to do it. I feel like that fixes a lot of the problem of just him not, of this not being his attack. Agreed, agreed. It's a power friendship now. Yeah. It's wonderful. I like that his bat reflects. I wish it had like the smash effects, like when you KO a Starman. Oh, I do too. But I like that that's in the game. Yes. Uh, I want to put in a caveat that yes, I hate playing against Ness as much as literally everybody else, but that does not mean he's a bad design. Right. Like, I actually feel that his PK fire keeping you in place is, you know, very reminiscent of Ness, because Ness is this very optimistic, bring friends together kind of character. And I feel like that holding it in place compared to Lucas's get off me is absolutely fine. Yeah. Uh, Psy Magnet as well. I like that he can absorb damage that fits what he's supposed to be in the game. Yep. And that's the last of the nice things I can say about him. Yep. Do you know what PK Flash is in Earthbound? I haven't the slightest idea. Cool. Uh, it's a random chance of death move, and otherwise it does status effects. Why doesn't Ness have any status effects? Yeah. That, that fits the support angle so much. Yeah. Just something that, like, paralyzes to li- The bat should be the cornerstone of his playstyle, I feel. Mm-hmm. And it isn't. It's even in his render, but it's barely thrown out because it's so risky to use. I would like him to use more aerials that utilize his uh, toys because there is a certain nostalgia of childhood that Earthbound represents, and I feel like his smash attacks represent that exceptionally well. I love that his strongest attacks are just him being a kid, enjoying life, playing with his toys, and finding fun ways to use them. Like that, that is Ness to me. A kid with exceptional talent making the most of what he has and enjoying himself as much as he can along the way. Like, that's that's that little special magic of the Mother series that's put in, like, almost subtly. And I really do love that. And I wish I wish there were more of it in there. And PK Flash just sucks. Yes, yes it does. It is terrible. It's a bad move. It doesn't represent what it is in-game at all. And it's just... It's such a missed opportunity of an attack in every way. Uh, one thing I forgot to mention that I do love, I love that uh, hitting yourself with PK Thunder is very similar to how you might mess up a teleport in Earthbound. And like just to have that blow up in your face after needing to run in a straight line for a while. I love that little touch to it, I think. Is that what his um, entrance animation is? Yes. Okay, okay. Neat. Uh... I, I do want to throw out here just because I know that these characters have a lot of fans. I'm not saying that the Earthbound moveset should be sacrificed. I actually think that a third Earthbound character, should, like Kumatora or somebody, should bring it be brought into the game with this moveset to allow the Earthbound boys to actually be who they're supposed to be. Agreed. Uh, where does Ness rank for you? Uh, Ness is in C for me. Because, like, as a baseline, I really appreciate him. I appreciate him as basically the surprise rep of uh, Smash 64. I mean, there, there are better choices for it, such as Sukapon from Joy Mech Fight. My son and my little savior, did you know that Joy Mech Fight had a training yes. mode two years before Street Fighter introduced it in Street Fighter Alpha? <laughs> this whole time, I was going like, where is it? Where is it? There it is. Uh, no, I did not know that. Yeah, utterly incredible. Revolutionary. Teaches you the command inputs in the game with a demo with replays. <laughs> incredible title. Utterly, utterly fantastic. Yeah. 
And while Ness doesn't quite compare to that, my good boy by savior Sukapon Joy Mech Fight, I think he's still okay. I don't think that he's great at what he does, but I think that at a baseline, he is good and he has room to improve, rather than the fact that I feel that he is supremely lacking. Like, he has big, big caveats for me, but at a baseline, he's okay. Yeah, yeah. Like, for for a design that, like, references his games, he succeeds at that. And uh, I just wish it referenced the character more. I'm definitely mm-hmm. putting him beneath Lucas. I just oh, like 100%. playing Lucas more, but Lucas is the better design. Yes. Like, uh, for reference, I had Lucas in B, so, like, I have Ness much lower than him. Where he would go in regards to the rest? Uh, I would compare him to Shulk and say how you feel okay. compared to that. This is another interesting case of, like, we've actually gotten some really good comments about Shulk that have gotten me just kind of just kind of question him a little bit more. Okay. But I do... I do still feel like the Earthbound boys showcase their games better than Shulk does Xenoblade. I would still put Ness above Shulk. Okay. I don't think I would put him much further than that. Um, I, I don't think so either. The fact that Ness has a move that is just incorrect annoys me. Yes. Like, especially now that we have an instant death move in Smash... To show that, yes, it oh, can be done. if that was like Splack. Oh, that'd be great. Oh, people would be so mad. That's, that's, but that's it, but it'd be so worth it to use this terrible, terrible move for a small chance. Uh, n- next past Shulk is the mean brawler. No, he's not past that. All right, all right. Yeah, I can get... T- bottom of C tier, I can agree with. Yeah. Just kind of chilling with the... Chilling with Shulk with the RPG boys. Yeah. Can he be improved? Yes. But he makes me happy. And, like, yeah. he has he has enough there for me. All right. All right. So that feels good to me. Our next character, uh, I am just going to start this off as explosive as he is. Not only is Captain Falcon S tier for me, he is at the top of my tier list. I think Captain Falcon is the best Smash Brothers character because he embodies Smash Brothers Better than literally anything, in my opinion. I, I gotta admit, my main reservation for putting Fox at S tier was like, there is another character in this game who is what Fox does, but better. I've and been avoiding saying up. that so much this entire time. Oh my god, right? Spaces. But if you want to talk about a character translating their mechanics into Smash Brothers. Captain Falcon is a racing game character in every single sense of the word. There's a reason we said that he was what Sonic is supposed to be. He is such an amazing, flashy, rushdown character that I do not have a single problem with. I know. I know that there is a contingency that is upset that he has a very, very slow turning animation. Like, it is distinctly program to be worse than other characters i i I do have like a little in my notes there's just a little star at the bottom like ultimate isn't the best version of the character but i you want you want something spicy they're freaking wrong if he had a better faster turn i guarantee you he'd feel more like sonic and we'd have some of his similar problems true have you ever tried turning a race car it's hard (laughs) like (laughs) 
Captain Falcon is that jolt of forward momentum. Captain Falcon is what you want where you commit to an option and you absolutely go. I feel that that's not at all a disservice to his character. I feel that that is a further enhancement of his character, of the hype that he brings, of the decision of, I am going to do this, let's freaking go, with all of the reckless abandon that you could possibly have. He is beautiful as a character. 100, 100% agreed. I know people start looking at him like, oh, he should, he should use his gun, he's got it right there on his on his side. No, the fact that he has a gun and doesn't use it is one of my favorite things about that him. That is a statement. Because he doesn't care. He's like, yeah, I could just shoot you, but this is the flashier, more enjoyable option that just shows like that he's race car drivers are performers. Like they're the they're athletes. Absolutely. <laughs> Captain Falcon embodies that so well. The ridiculous anime levels of just Falcon Punch is the best move in the entire game. 100%. In terms of a spectacle. Yeah. There's, there's, no. Absolutely. It feels better to land a Falcon Punch than it does most of the final smashes in the game. Absolutely. I, so I'm not going to lie. I'm planning on making a Captain Falcon video just in general. Like, you didn't hear it from me, but I want to make a video just all about Captain Falcon. (laughs) Not just in Smash, but just in general. And yeah, Falcon Punch, utterly, utterly incredible. It, it hits that kind of feeling where like you look at, a wrestling move and a wrestler's finisher and it's like okay you're just like dropping your elbow on him with some theatrics that's not that special but part of you wants to believe in it so bad that you go out of your way to cheer for and pop for it captain falcon is that showmanship turned up to its most absolute he has some of the best voice clips in the entire game it absolutely sells that showmanship. Because he doesn't just, like, elbow you. It's a full-on... The, the simple, um... Of his of his jump? Like, it makes, it makes it sound like he's trying so hard to do everything that he's trying to do. And the impact of his moves still sell that. Absolutely. I love how many spikes he has. Not quite as many as Donkey Kong, but just... Being able to just just spam up tilts at the at the ledge, uh, go for a hell mary disrespect with his raptor boost off of the stage. Yes. Oh, I'm so glad or that just, they added that. It, it it says something that Captain Falcon probably would have been an S tier in melee, and he's gone up since then. <laughs> yes, exactly. Like, yeah, Brawl was a stumbling block, but that's literally just because they toned down Falcon Punch and they made the game hostile to the idea of Captain Falcon. But, like, there's a reason. And, you know, no character is defined by Smash Brothers as much as Captain Falcon is. Like, Fox is close, but Falcon is Smash Brothers. In the sense where if you see a Captain Falcon playing... You are on board with that Captain Falcon player by the notion <laughs> that it is Captain Falcon. And the, the best part about all of this is, if he wasn't in the game, nobody would care about him. Because it's F-Zero is just a racing game. There's not enough really injected into his character from those games. But Smash Brothers has let this character explode in such a way that he's, I'd almost argue he's the face of the franchise. 
Like, remember when he was revealed in Robin's trailer? Yes. Just the amount of respect that was given to him? Yes. Dodging a sword and just kicking it like it was nothing? Oh my god, that was just... Like, I I had that as my wallpaper for a while, just the second that his eyes light up. It's just... It's so good. Well, let me let me add on to that because I can't praise Captain Falcon enough. The original design for F Zero was actually based off of Tim Burton's Batman. The designs were very flashy American comics with as much flash and spectacle as possible. Captain Falcon takes that and he translates that into Smash by mixing it with another incredibly famous franchise, Common Rider which would then go on to influence Super Sentai and thus Power Rangers. Which is obvious when you consider that the most famous move in that series, the Rider Kick, is directly referenced by the Falcon Kick, as well as the famous variant of the Falcon Punch and the Rider Punch. No matter where you are or who you are, on this Earth, Captain Falcon is the superhero you didn't know that you wanted. And he is celebratory (laughs) of that and of his original design, and he elevates that through the roof. It makes me sad that there aren't any other playable F-Zero characters. Just to to explore the different ways that this kind of craziness could be, like, fully fleshed out. Oh, completely. And as well... As that, like, they haven't, like, taken this momentum and tried to carry it into an F-Zero game. This is, Captain Falcon is the entire reason that people still clamor for F-Zero. Well, I won't lie, GX is an utterly fabulous game. Well, yeah, it's absolutely amazing. But it would would still be down there with, like, other B&C-list Nintendo franchises. But Captain Falcon has ensured that F-Zero is never going to leave people's minds. Totally. Like, just... We, at one point, compared Lil Max KO Punch to uh, the Falcon Punch, and just think of how many people clamor for F-Zero over Punch-Out, or over Advance Wars, before that, you know, did pop off, and good for that, and good for them, they deserve it. <laughs> it's, I, I don't want to derail the conversation, but it was so funny, editing through that Zero Suit Samus segment, where we're just talking about... Like, oh, Metroid's so great when there's an enemy hunting you, and like, like literally two days later... Right. <laughs> Vindication. Yeah, we were right. we're right. But yeah, uh, I think the only, like, the this, this smallest change I would make to Captain Falcon is that I don't feel like his Final Smash is bombastic enough. I feel like either his car should explode, or he should, like, just leap out of it and punch you like he did in, like, yes. Subspace Emissary. Yes. Oh, but God. even then, like, it's it's still so good, he just runs you over. Yeah. My one caveat, I think, is that uh, I would make the Raptor boost faster and make it damage him, because that's how boosting works in F-Zero. He also needs to shout something while he's using it. That that has always felt a little off. It's, it's, it's the few moves that he doesn't say anything in. Yes, I agree. I think that you could even just use the uh, F-Zero uh, lap starting sound effect for it, and that would just do wonders for it. But God. Remember when he hugs you and then you explode and then he moves <laughs> out of it? He has all of these different fire effects, but for some reason his knee is electrified and it still works. The knee. Oh, <laughs> you commit to that so hard and you love it and it's so good. Oh my God. Nothing, 
Like, I think it's Ganondorf's down air, and that's the only thing that compares to the beauty that is the hit stun of the knee. I, I feel like it's telling that people hate Ganondorf's design so much, but they still play him so much because the baseline he had was so solid. Ugh, absolutely and utterly. Just, God. Falcon is so, so good. Um, so obviously I had him in S tier. Yeah, uh, obviously. Yeah. Um, I, I feel like the only discussion we have to make right now is just where he, is, is he better than Snake? It's really the only question we're asking here. I have them right next to each other and I've gone back and forth on them. And this is speaking from someone who loves Snake. That, because that is good question. Changes to Captain Falcon I would make would be, I feel like I could fine-tune things a little bit. Changes to Snake I would make are, I wouldn't really fine-tune things, I would completely replace them, but they would be pretty much an equivalent exchange for me. I, I feel like the one thing that would just slightly drop them down, I want Snake to have some kind of shield special stealth that he activates for just like two seconds to just add on to his trap-based mechanics and just harken a little bit to that stealth like to kind of fit that theme of yeah your enemy still knows that snake is here but like shit we've lost track of him where is he you know what you know what's something i would love is uh he goes into the box and you have the option of putting a grenade in there and if your opponent tries to punish you <laughs> they get hit by the grenade and snake is just in the background but if they don't then he's just vulnerable oh that'd be amazing uh, th that's the dividing line for me. I feel like Snake has more potential that isn't being met, whereas Captain Falcon has met his potential. There's just some fine-tuning and tweaking that could be done. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. I, th I think that's They're fair. both still top of S tier. I don't have anybody above these characters. I, I, I remember you saying that Snake was top three. I think I know who you're second. I, or, like, I, I think it's, up there. I think it's very obvious... Who is my top two? But, like, I... Captain Falcon is... Perfection is impossible, but for what I consider perfect in Smash Bros., Captain Falcon embodies that. The, the first thing I put on my tier list was cap dragging Captain Falcon to the top of the tier list, and he has never left it. He has never left S tier for me. I've put him in certain places in it, but, yeah, I love Captain Douglas J. Falcon where Douglas might not actually be his name, and it might just be a misprint from a magazine that we all just decide to accept. I like the name Douglas. Yeah. I feel like it fits. I like it more than Andy. For sure, for sure. Uh, but are you okay with him being above Snake? Yeah, yeah. But, God, I don't think that there are two characters that are more important to Smash than Falcon and Snake. Yes, I can get behind. I put Fox up there as well, but he's not as important as those two. I think that Fox is important from a competitive and f game feel standpoint, but I feel like even from a casual level, Snake and Falcon are Smash Brothers. Yes. In just the hype cycle of Smash Brothers. <laughs> and now we have to... <laughs> it's weird going from the absolute hype train of Captain Falcon to... And now there's a balloon. Oh god, you, you you want me to blow your friggin' mind? What? I have Jigglypuff and S tier. Shut up! <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> I have Jigglypuff and S tier. 
Okay, okay. I I am not I, I will hear you out. Hit me with this. Alright, cool, cool, cool. So Jigglypuff, right? Uh knockoff of Kirby. Was only there because she was important in the anime and uh was relatively popular and was very, very easy to make. In some eyes, absolute waste of a character slot. All of these are 100% true. Jigglypuff is the absolute perfect joke character of Super Smash Bros. There is no character that comes nearly as close as Jigglypuff. Not in the sense that she's like an absolute joke to fight, or some ooh lethal joke character with one move that you don't expect. Nah, Jigglypuff takes Smash Bros. and just flips it on its head. It's like, okay... Here's a platform fighter where you all maneuver about the platforms. What if we made a character that never ever uses the platforms and just hops around and does random bullshit and weaves in and out? Okay, we have this wonderful shielding mechanic that differentiates us from other fighting games. What if we have a character where they die if you pop their shield? Okay, we have all these cool, cool final smashes. What if we made a character whose power was getting really, really big, so they push them off, so that they take away the ability to platform? What if we made a character special be that their shield is weak, so they beat up the other person's shield? What if we make it so that this healing move is actually super duper explosive, but if the game decides, oh, it kills you wrong, then you get punished anyway? Jigglypuff is an absolute joke in every sense of the word, and always has been. One of her taunts is just deflating, and it's not up to anyone or her design if uh, she is good or not. It's up to the fact that if the game feels like letting her be good, she will be good. And if not, then yeah, she'll suck and be the worst character in the game. But either way, it's Jigglypuff, and it's just fun. It's just taking the concept of this character is a ball and a balloon and is just floating around and taking it to its logical extreme. It's a practical joke on the very concept of Smash Brothers, and I love it. Okay. Of all the things entering into this discussion, I was not expecting to be sold on Jigglypuff. Right? <laughs> but wow! I, it's something I mentioned during Wii Effect segment, is that how well a joke lands for a joke character is important. Damn, does that joke land well. Right? And it's a Pokemon, so it's not that important to represent what she is. Yeah. So you have that freedom. Yeah. Like, I can't think of a character who would be a better joke character for Super Smash Brothers, Other than maybe Ditto doing the Ditto face on a character, and that being your random button. I actually have a quick concept I want to make at some point, just that Ditto should be an option in uh, online Smash modes. Just be like, okay, I'm picking this. Wherever I'm fighting, I'm going to beat them with their character. <laughs> oh, that's fun. But, like, yeah. yeah. Like, even, even the likes of, like, Piranha Plant, like, as absurd as that is, Jigglypuff is not just a joke in terms of just 
who the character is. She's a joke in how she interacts with the mechanics of Smash Brothers. I never thought of it like that, but it's so true. I was like thinking about where to put Jigglypuff and I went, well, I really like her. And I do this with all my videos. I go, why do I really like her? And then I dissected my brain to figure it out. And I'm like, oh, damn, I actually really like her. Like, this is a character that basically still matters at all because of Smash Brothers. Like, insofar as, like, characters like Wario or Olimar being poorly represented, Jigglypuff is propped up like the best of them, like Falcon and like Fox. Where she matters because she is this joke that they did the absolute most with. Yeah, yeah that, that, that's just correct. You're right. I know I have her high, well, obviously, but uh, because I value that mechanical uh, nuance a lot more than I value specific references and whatnot and what I think a lot of people look for in a character. And like Jigglypuff is the one character where I look at this and I go, you could be cut and I'd be disappointed, but I'd be okay. But at the same time, if you were in, I'd be like, yeah, Jigglypuff's back. Okay, I'm I'm trying to. This this is such a new perspective for me that I'm having a hard time laughing. But I do love it. It's just new because I've never liked Jigglypuff. I I think a, a big part of that comes down to a I she is kind of annoying to fight against. Oh, totally. But B she's an an annoying character in Smash speculation. Uh, one of those rules is, oh, we can't cut the original 12, despite the fact that Jigglypuff has almost been cut in almost every game she's appeared in. And just so many arguments of that have soiled the character's reputation for me. But looking at her design just as that joke, she's incredible. <laughs> Do you know that uh, specifically only in Event Match 39 of Melee, they play on the Pokemon Stadium stage, and if the camera is focused on Jigglypuff, her sing will amplify and set all the other Jigglypuffs to sleep, no matter how far away they are? I had no idea. There is just so much That's to it, man. Whole Melee was designed in such a short time frame, but they still found the time to do that? Yes! <laughs> and, like, rollout <laughs> is a crap move where you kill yourself, but I kinda love it. Yeah! The only thing you really need for Jigglypuff's character, speaking as to, like, the anime, because nobody cares about Jigglypuff as, like, a Pokemon. Yes. Is that she sings. Yep. That that puts that to sleep. And that she's just kind of stuck up. Yeah. And that works. Like, what else am I going to ask for with Jigglypuff? Like, have her have a concert Final Smash where she draws with markers on everyone's face? I, I do wish she sang as she grew bigger, just to, like, put people to sleep as she just pushes them off. Yeah. I, that would be hilarious. That would be really funny, but I love angry, puffy, cheek Jigglypuff getting really Bigglypuff. <laughs> Am I going to agree to put Jigglypuff in S tier? Is that where this is leading? <laughs> well, if you say one thing to her detriment, then I'll agree to put her atop of A. <laughs> Ah, ah, ah. Should Sing be a bigger part of her kit? I don't know. See, I would have said that, but then Ultimate made it fun. Yeah, it's better now. She could have, like, maybe sound waves or something, but, like... That sucked in Smash that's... 4. 
Yeah, if anything that could, like, add to, like, oh, let's actually translate the actual character into, like, the actual Pokemon, I don't care. Yeah. If you're, if you're, if you're approaching to put Jigglypuff into the game as the Pokemon, I don't, I don't, I don't give a damn. It's, it's a Jigglypuff. There are dozens of Pokemon I'd rather have over Jigglypuff, but as this joke, I don't think another character could land this joke as well as she does. Maybe a the 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 Kirby enemy that puts you to sleep, and even then, like I, I don't think it would land as well. I, I like Naughty, but like that you have to give a full move set to Naughty. I mean, they gave a full move set to Jigglypuff. <laughs> they do, but, but yeah. he's not puffy like a balloon. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah, it's a great joke. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll, I had her all the way down in C, and you have talked me up to S. <laughs> Where in S are we putting this joke? Oh, bottom. Bottom. 100% the bottom of it. Okay, okay. I'm not crazy, but I did tell you I have one character that you are never going to guess I put in S tier. I never would have guessed that. I thought he was talking about, okay, maybe he, like, really likes Mario, and I can respect that. I can see where he's coming from. I would have guessed Jigglypuff last. (laughs) Over knowing how you feel about Donkey Kong, I would have guessed Jigglypuff last. Wow! Okay! What a strange episode! Right? We lost our minds over Luigi, and this maybe explains where we are, but... We di- I cried a little bit about Donkey Kong. Huh! Okay! Okay! Now, we have been talking for a while. Do you want to reflect a bit now that we're like three episodes in? You got the stamina for that? Yeah, I can reflect just a bit. Okay. On what? Okay. I, I, I do... I... I can do it, but I need the guidance. Okay. Just because I I do want to just... After that Samus rant, I want to respect Zero Suit Samus for what she does more. Because yes, the jet boots are stupid, but she plays like Metroid, and Samus does not. I no longer feel mixed about her. I kind of want to move her up to at least B tier. I mean, she was always in B tier for me, so I'm not going to argue with you there. All right, all right. Uh, Where would she be? Um, let's see, of people we have in B, I have her over Greninja. I don't know who else that puts her over. Uh, that puts her over DDD, Duck Hunt, and Wii Fit Trainer. I'm okay with all of those. Uh, it puts her beneath Bowser Jr., and I would like to keep it that way, because Bowser Jr., like, yeah, he misses a lot of the character, but so much of that design impresses me, whereas Zero Suit Samus's uh, satisfies my need for a Metroid, a proper Metroid character. Man, remember when I talked you into believing that Zero Suit Samus and Jigglypuff were better characters than Dedede? Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, fine, fine, fine. (laughs) That that was... Oh, that hurt. That really hurt. That's okay, say something mean about Donkey Kong. Oh, yeah, I I deserve that. But damn, that hurt. (laughs) I also just want to say something... Like, I, I, I know, I know, I'm not trying to move Robin. I'm just put it, making my case for why he's in D instead of E. Okay. Because the top of E is Lucario, who has a lot of the same problems, correct? Correct. Lucario is a character maybe 25% of the time you are playing it. Robin only has very, very small windows where his kit is offline. And I feel like that fits 
a tactician, because a tactician is not about just having the best plan, it's adapting to an ever-changing battlefield. Especially for like Awakening, because sometimes you just have three paladins charge upstairs and act on that same turn because, thanks, that'll kill all my healers. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's fun when reinforcements spawn and move on the same turn. I, I, I'm not, I'm not like arguing that he should be any higher. I just want to say that when comparing, like, th there's a reason that Lucario is an E and Robin is in D. Yes, I just, I, I just want to, I just want to defend my boy because. I, I actually had him all the way in A tier before you talked about him with me. Man, remember when I convinced you that Zero Suit Samus and Jigglypuff were bear characters? Stop! This <laughs> <laughs> goes against so much of what I know, oh. what I believed over all the years. I'd like to take a moment just to say I've had some really nice talks in the comments with some people about Mega Man, his design, and just all the really neat things he does and the sort of ebb and flow that he has. And uh, how it reflects his fights against robot masters. I'm not moving him. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> I was waiting for that. Uh, yeah, like we, we've we've gotten some good comments already. Like I'm, I don't want to delve into that anymore because that's going to be a separate video. But like, I've seen good stuff on on Shulk, on We Fit Trainer. Just that kind of got me to pause. I'm like, oh, really? That's actually really interesting. Uh, but for now, I am I am tired. I am too. I feel like this has been a a solid episode. I still can't wait to get on with the rest. I don't know when we're going to, like, finish this series, because part of me, there's a part of me that wants to wait until, like, we have the entire Ultimate roster, but at the same time, like, we might just wait for, like, the comments video to talk about whatever the last fighter is. Yep. Plus, we still got one more game. Yeah, yeah. Before Ultimate. So either way, we'll do that. Yeah. Yeah, Ultimate will definitely be the last one, so, spoiler alert, can you guess what we're going to talk about next? <sighs> No, what is it? Project M. Oh, Kirby <laughs> Fighters 2. <laughs> ah, but for now, this has been the Smash Brothers tier list. I am the Duke of Dorks. I am Pyrrhic Kong. And we are bidding... <laughs> I thought you were just sorting in your name. Whatever, we're tired. This is, this is going on long enough. See you guys next time. Goodbye. I tricked you with Jigglypuff. It was funny. Oh, you're...